0: Get ready Yeah Y'all ready for some live shit Welcome Welcome to the D, baby It's all live down here What you see is all real Uh, What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the 60th episode of the What Up, Though? podcast.
1: Nice round 60 number.
0: Yes. I am Otis, and he is Mike. I am. <laughs> I figure one day we'll have new listeners, and we have, <laughs> to like, we have to say who's who and shit. So, you know, doesn't have to open, but
2: whatever.
1: Yep. So. I still don't get that. I don't think we sound like it at all. Like I, at
0: all? No, but, hey. I I don't think so either. I I really don't. Like it I mean, happens. like I say, you know, we said a, on a couple of different podcasts that you know uh, people in the beginning maybe because they just never heard us. On, I don't even still. I just don't know. I, nah, nope, no.
1: Nah. <laughs> he tried to rationalize it like, well, maybe no, nah, nah, yeah. I was trying
0: to, I was trying know. to, I was trying to have, trying to have some r- random rationalization as Yo, to why you
1: got this suicide razor
0: blade. Dude. On the table. So, I couldn't find <laughs> other day. I couldn't find my noose. No. Well, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't wanted the end of I all. couldn't find my uh cigar cutter. <laughs> so, I was like, man, I want cuz I was before I had a I had cut the end of a cigar with some scissors. It was a, a torpedo, you know, uh end so it worked out well, but it wasn't working for them. So, I just grabbed that bitch and was so i like I'm like cutting up cracking shit later or man. something. So, I was like, okay, that should be cool. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> smoking, uh, I'm smoking my favorite favorite cigar. It's called my Uzi Ways a ton, which is such a horrible fucking name. But it's man, it's my favorite cigar by, by far. Like I love this. Fucking I thought cigar. that name was
0: so fucking whack. But when you was, when you was telling me about that shit, I just thought that shit was gonna be the wackest fucking cigar ever.
1: I can't remember what made me. Get, oh no, it was it was in the we're in a cigar group called Cigar Club Lounge on Facebook. And somebody asked about it, and, like, a whole bunch of people gave, like, really good reviews of it. And I am thinking, like, man, that name sounds corny as fuck. But, like, man, these are a lot of good reviews. And I tried one, and I was like, oh, this is a really good cigar. And But, like, now it's like, I don't know, man. This is, like, my go-to. Like, I, if I can find a good deal on these, which I often do, I'll try to grab them a few at a time. Like, right now, I'm probably sitting on a good eight of them. And, like, these are, like, a one cigar a night type stick. Like, you don't need, like... I might have that, and then maybe like one more normal size one because they're like really big. But like, man, you pause. don't need, yeah, pause. But yeah, the stick's really big. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you don't need a lot of them, man. They, man, they last a long time. They smoke great, taste great. Man, I think
0: I've only had one of those. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, and I don't know why I have. I don't know why I haven't ha- had any more of those. But, but I, I think, think I-
1: smoke cigars together fairly often.
0: At least once Far, a week.
1: Yeah, all right. At least I was, saying, I was about to say the same thing. At least once a week. I don't know why you wouldn't cop something that I have all the time. Like, he must think that shit is good. But, yeah, man. It's my shit, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to so uh, I cop some of those. Cop my favorite. And I got the biggest one, Pause for, like, man, I got the best deal. Like, to buy it at the store, like, at an actual cigar place, might cost you, like, 11 or 12 bucks for one. And I bought a five-pack two times. For $22 and $25. So we're looking that's at an nice. average of $4 to $5 a piece. What, man. Man, that's some crazy savings, man. Yeah, you looked. I've i should been. be like $4. Like, shipping don't even be that crazy.
0: I've been fucking up, man, and not getting. I've been getting, trying bids and shit, and then I forget the fucking bids. And then the fucking cigars is gone. And that shit been happening to me way too much, man. I'd have a whole arsenal ease these if I remembered bids. As a matter Dude. of fact,
1: the last one I won, I only won it because you lost a bid and was like, oh shit! I just lost a bit and then it reminded me to look at mine. And I bought it. I got it maybe like three or four minutes before the bid ended. Well, I'm
0: glad I was able like to help had, you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was, was should, it I was should. right after we ended the last podcast because like we ended yeah. it, like The bids ended, yeah, halfway. yeah. I remember, and I was so, like, yeah. fuck,
0: man! I just, just, I just remember like two minutes after the bid it went, uh, went away and shit.
1: Yeah, so I got. I think what it was was like your bid ended at like at a normal middle middle of the night time at like ten o'clock. And mine ended at midnight, but you forgetting yours reminded me to place a bid on mine. So I placed my bid at like 10.30, between 10.30 and 11. And then it ended at midnight and I ended up winning. Usually, that's another dope thing about those ones that end at midnight. is like you don't have to place your last, I I like to place last minute bids, but I don't have to be up at 11.59 to place a last minute bid because people just aren't up like that. So I can usually place my bid at like 10, 10 o'clock, and then it'll last me that two See, hours. See, my, you can't pull that shit my problem
0: is that I end up trying to pull a bid at five minutes, two minutes, and try to get a steal, and that's what end up happening because I can't afford to really put a, a large amount, so I try to get it as a steal, and it fucks me over mostly, mostly every time.
1: But it's not like... The thing that I'm I'm starting to learn is it's not like eBay. Like eBay, everybody on there is like seasoned. So you need to do it at the last minute because there are a whole bunch of other people planning on doing the same shit. But on Cigar Bid, like we noticed, them motherfuckers is amateurs, man. They be bidding like early as fuck in the bid and shit. Man, I hate that shit, And it it just runs the price up. But then like you can bid like almost a, a vast majority of the time. I'll bid like all the ones I bid on end at midnight. I'll bid at like ten o'clock, and then whatever I bid at ten o'clock usually ends up being the final price. Really? Yeah, they're not really on it like that. Like I, I've never bid at like eleven fifty nine. Like I'm not I'm rarely awake at that time, and if I am, I'm not sober. So I'm like I'm not thinking about doing that shit.
0: Yeah, I, I, and I, I think that's 10? my I think that's Sweet. my problem. I just need to uh, do my bids at a, a decent time and just say fuck it because they are they are amateur bidders because they they would bid they most or some shit at the beginning. I'm like, dude, wait a little while. Fuck.
1: Yeah, and, like, you got to start doing the ones that end. You got to start doing just, I do just the quickie bids, the ones that run for 24 hours from midnight to midnight. So, like, that way it's that easy. So, like, somebody don't, people don't catch it in a day, it's gone. That's it. So, I'll bid at 10 o'clock. Shit's over at midnight. Nine times out of 10, i wake up in the morning and see that I've won that bid as long as I bid it, like, by 10 o'clock, something like that. So, it works out for me. Or I'll bid, like, a little bit more than what the bid is at the time. So, like, I won't I will bid as much as I can afford. So, like, say if it's like, say it's like at twenty dollars at the time, I won't put my max bid as twenty. I put it like if I can fade thirty, I'll put it at thirty. But it's, it almost never ends up. I never end up paying that. Like, I'll either pay the twenty that I bid, or like maybe whatever the next highest increment is. Like, somebody might bid, so then I got to go up another one. But since I put my max at thirty, it automatically bids that next one for me. So, like the the ones I when I place the bid at ten, usually it goes through. Works out. Man, dude, that sucks. I just, I, been, I just been doing it wrong then. Yeah, you just gotta roll the dice, not roll the dice, but like, you just gotta, gotta search for what you actually want and then make sure it's like a quickie beer that ends at midnight. Cause like, I do searches for these, these ones that I smoke and like, whenever they're there, especially the big size, the 7x70, whenever that's in, and then the five packs, like, that's the one they sleep on the most. Like, the 7x60 or the 6x60 will be more. Than a 7x70. That's crazy. Like, man, I don't know how that shit works.
0: Well, I, I need to get my, my shit together now. So, you know. And partly because I know we'll be having a bunch of money. So, it's like I try to get it as low as fucking possible. But, you know, hopefully over this, after this, you know, I, I started back school and, you know, shit started working out. I actually get me a real fucking job. I, I could have some money to, to blow on some fucking cigars. So, yeah. So, this week is... Uh, I don't think it's too lighthearted this week. We had a uh I've seen the topics that uh that Mike
1: has brought up and I have a cue as well. And um Yeah, we kinda gotta get get at it, man, because we could end up fucking being around here for three hours and shit. Right. And so we need to uh we need to. I got training in the morning.
0: Yeah, so we need to get to our getting. Um I but, skipped
1: work last like we were here so late last Sunday that like I ended up not even going to work on Monday. Really? So, yeah, I called off. So I was like well, <laughs> I was like, man, I can't even fade it today, though. I don't even think I got home until, like... Because, I, some, like, didn't Kellen show up late as fuck? Or somebody showed up late as fuck. And then I ended up staying till probably, like, 2, 2.30. I'm like, I'm getting home at 3. I'm not about to get up at fucking 6 o'clock, man. So, yeah. Well, I still have to get up. But I was like, well, I'm going to get up, I'm going to take Michael to school. I'm coming back home. So, yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, we'll get it started. Um, I was looking at your list, and it was like... I think it was pretty. It was mirroring pretty much a lot of stuff that I would thought about this week. So that kind of works out. Um, but so we can go off the, the the first one if you don't mind.
1: Why would I mind? No, we're good.
0: So I think we touched on uh, who Ashley Madison was
1: or what Ashley Madison was before. I can't recall. Did we? I don't think so. Okay, so basically, you asking the wrong, motherfucker, man. Sidebar. My memory is trash. Mine is, like, be, mine is I'm becoming like, trash. I'm like borderline, like Alzheimer's. Like, and what the irony of that is that I've been saying for a strong ten years that if I was to ever get Alzheimer's, I would probably consider just killing myself because I can't be out here living with a non functioning brain. And like, but oh, man, my memory is so bad. Dude. Like, I can't. I, I I've had to actively start. Like, did you see Memento?
0: Yes, I remember mental. Yeah, yeah. He, he would. You gotta yeah, doing tattoos and shit. Yeah, he had like
1: short term. So he was like <laughs> tattoo shit that just happened. And I do like the um, electronic equivalent of that. So like, um, if I have to know, like like for instance, I was told to ask you about the DJ shit for the wedding when I came over here, and I'm like a normal person. They could say, ask Otis about the DJ shit when y'all go do the, do the podcast. Cool. I knew. I was like, I'm not going to remember. So what I do is, instead of tattooing myself, I send myself an email. Because I, cause the, cause the iPhone puts that little notification when you have emails of how many you got. Mm-hmm. So whenever And I'm on my phone all the time, so I'll see that I have emails, and then I'll open it all, out of habit, thinking it's new emails, and I'll see like, ask Otis about the DJ shit. Because <laughs> if I put it as a note, or something, you're not going to go to I'm the not, note. To them, I'm not going to go to the note. So I remember to send myself <clears> emails and shit. So like, Shit like that, if I have to remember something, soon I'll send myself an email, and then i also have to really watch my drinking. Because I've gotten to a point where a combination of, like, if I drink too much, I won't remember shit, but then my memory is bad, period, now. So I could not drink a lot and not get drunk, but still won't remember shit. Like, it's, it's borderline scary, like, how bad my memory is at this point. So, like, right now, I'm perfectly fine. But I've had drinks So it's it's feasible that I won't remember Shit that we talked about on the podcast Like a lot of times when I would post a podcast I would have to like go through it Oh okay this is what we said This is what we talked about And then people post comments like Responding to something we said I'm like I don't know what the fuck they're talking Dude, about Dude
0: that happened on the, uh, on the, on the, on the Facebook page Someone posted on uh, I think it was Tony Posted a, a response to the uh, uh, The grocery line shit as a comment oh, yeah, on the, the Facebook page, uh,
1: yeah, the the uh, the U
0: scan you, shit, and it took me a second.
1: I'm like, "What the fuck is he
0: talking about?" And I'm like, Man. "Yeah, dude." You know, it, it's funny. I, lately, I've been having these weird ass fucking like memory lapses on shit. Like, we was we were watching some movie uh, earlier when we was uh, having dinner, and we had started kind of sort of in the beginning of the movie. I can't remember what the movie. It's a movie about the dudes that was faking as cops. One of the dudes, the Wayans. Uh Wayne Brother. Uh, one of the Wayne sons.
2: Oh, um, uh, Let's Be Cops. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. So we
0: were watching that and it, it was got
1: surprisingly to, entertaining.
0: Yeah, it actually was. So we got to this one point and I was like, Yeah, baby, this is where we left off last time. She like, excuse me? I'm like, We didn't watch this? So then she looked at me like, So who the fuck you been watching movies with? <laughs> And I'm thinking, like, I swear I was watching this with her, but I don't know. I'm like, maybe it was my nephew then. Like, I don't know. It's like I'm not like out fucking around and this watching movies with bitches. Like, I don't know who the <laughs> fuck I was watching the movie with, but I thought I was watching
1: it with her. So I'm like, I don't even know now. I'm like, I who swear to the God, fuck? I've had the exact same thing. Like, I was like, didn't we watch this already? Like, who the fuck you been watching movies with? I'm like, no. Like, didn't we watch this? I mean, I, I be questioning myself. Like, okay, did I did I watch this already? And then, if not, who did I watch it with? Because, like you said, I've been watching movies with other bitches. Like, even if I was, like, a dirty ass, cheating ass nigga, I wouldn't be out here, like, spending quality time and, like, watching movies with like bitches. Watching and shit. Movies like, and like, like, let's watch the notebook. Like, no. Like, like, if I was out here doing that, I wouldn't be fucking spending quality time and shit. Like, hey, let's go to Applebee's and fucking watch the notebook. Yeah, dude. Like, so I, uh, I
0: was tripping. I was like, I don't know what who I watched that movie with. But I was like, you know what, nevermind. I just finished eating. I didn't even say shit else. So I was just like, all right, fuck it. But yeah, I've had these random ass memory laps of of shit, and I just be like, "Man, am I like really losing my shit or what, dude?" So yeah, I've been thinking yeah. about it
1: too. Like, man, where is my mind going,
0: dude? Like, so, my
1: mind is sharp, but my memory is fucked. Like, so fuck.
0: Sidebar to that sidebar, I'm having this Gurkha. We're like and I'm it's, a triple sidebar. Yeah, right. And it is reminding me of why I don't like Gurkhas. Is because I always have some kind of either burning issue or like it's not pulling well, and so I'm like, fuck. But, yeah.
1: My so. issues with them is they always be falling apart and shit. Like, yours looks fine from here. But, like, they be falling apart from me. Like, they'll, like, just damn near be melting and shit. Like
0: Yeah, I'll oh, use I get it where well. it burns on one side real weird and shit. And then it's like, fuck.
1: But, you, yeah, that I can come across on anything. Like, yours is like having an even burn, though. Like it looks Yeah, it actually, it's
0: probably. But the thing is, it's a weird burn. Like, it won't pull well. So, I'm, like, oh, okay. massaging it, trying to get the tobacco loose and shit like that. And, mm-hmm. you know. Whatever, so... let just go from, from one fucking issue to another, I guess, so... But, so we were uh, talking about... Were we were talking about Ashley Madison?
1: Oh, yeah, good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah So <laughs> Man, that, that is the topic we were on. So, yeah, you asked if we had talked about Ashley Madison before. I don't think we have.
0: I don't think so either, so that could be our memories fucking up, thinking we did. Or oh, me thinking that we did or not.
1: I, I I think I, th- I think we're I think we're good on this one I don't think we talked about
0: yeah it. I don't think so but yeah so Ashley Madison is pretty much a, a date a date site for having
1: affairs and which man sidebar to the fullest we we are on these sidebars but like sidebar if I was like a single 23 year old dude I might be on that bitch <laughs> I wonder do you have <laughs> right. to prove that you're
0: married though to be able to say because it's supposed. I wonder to be, that too. Like, how do you prove you're married? Like, I don't. I wish I know. I knew someone who was who did Ashley Madison and could have not anonymously really, like interviewed him and shit. Like, so what? Yeah. You know, whatever. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying though, because okay. it's probably like mad twenty-one,
1: twenty-three year old single dudes. Man, you get you some like
2: you found you all kind of cougars early and forty stuff on ass
1: there. cougar like married chick. She like out here trying to be like. Fucking uh, old girl from the graduate. Uh, what was her name, Miss Robinson and shit? Like, man, you you could be out here, man. You you could probably Boy, up, you, you could probably stumble on some fire, some fire shit on fucking that side if you was like a young, twenty something year old dude. Like, I, I would think about that. It'd be shit some random. Maybe like, have 22. some crazy
0: Miss Parkers and just get you a fake ass fucking ring and you know you just be living it up and shit. With that all shows these. that I'm
1: like mixed. Because we we made the same analogy, but you use Miss Parker and I use like Miss Robinson from The Graduate. Like some old-ass Dustin Hoffman finally movie.
0: Finally, you're doing some shit to <laughs> embrace your right roots. <laughs> right. Stuff. I use an old-ass
1: Dustin Hoffman movie and you That's talk about Miss Parker. Yeah, I'm
0: like, <laughs> I, I didn't know who the fuck you were talking about at first. And then you said, I was like, oh, okay. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely embrace your, uh, your, uh, your Cockazoid side. I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, I used to work with a guy, and he said Cockazooie, and I didn't know what the fuck he <laughs> I said. I've said that before. I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh. Yeah. Ow. So yeah, Ashley Madison, the site of, you know, uh, married folks getting a fuck on with other folks, and recently it was hacked, and all of the users were, emails were, I guess, released. I, didn't ever, I never went to the site or looked at anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: don't know if they were released. Although, interesting thing about that is that there were people who were like, uh, women would check in i guess like I, I don't know if there's a hack list per se but women were looking for like seeing if like their man's email was on that bitch oh yeah and i'm like that's man i'm like i'm glad that they say a lot of there was a lot of uh dot gov i think and yeah and and, there was politicians and, and, on that bitch. And edu yeah and like people that was using their work emails man. you know you know what place had the most <laughs> edu uh, Michigan State Michigan State Yeah I read
2: that shit
0: <laughs> Like what the fuck dude Eastlands and these niggas up
1: there
2: fooling But I feel like
0: up. that was
1: probably like exactly what I was saying Like 22 year olds and shit That were trying to get like married bitches Like a young college dude Who wants to fuck an older married chick I don't think it's like married MSU students who are trying to cheat Right. Like, I think it's probably the other way around. But still, that was still interesting. It was, like, mad. It mad yeah, like, of all there. places in
0: Michigan, it would be the most of
1: right. there. I'm like, wow, that's crazy as hell. If I remember, this this would be a good transition into a topic that I have on my list. But I'm not ready to make the transition yet, so. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that Ashley Madison shit, dog. The thing that blew me out about it was the, blew me away about it, was the uh, people, they said that a lot of people use their work emails. So, like, not only are you, like, cheating on a social media site, But like you're using your work email And it's not like your work email is like Big dick slanging at shellstation.org. Like, your shit be like, it had your real name in typical, it. E- it. Typical It had your work, job name in yeah, it. Yeah, typical work <laughs> email, just like either your full name
0: or like an issue in your last name. Most right. of them, them had your last name on it, so, you know. At
1: yourjob.com. Right, like, right. So,
0: it's why yeah,
1: You can be found. You right, know There's no, like, why? And you can make, like, infinite Gmail addresses right now. Like, you can make the most obscure fucking Gmail address right now. Why would you use your work email?
0: And probably using your own credit card, probably using, because I'm assuming it's a pay site. So using your own credit card. Right, when you, your
1: brother could be here telling us to use the vanilla reload cards instead. <laughs> like, Man. Get the vanilla joint, use that, fucking have your fucking random ass Gmail. Man, I don't understand that shit, dog. So, How are people, like, you stupid enough to cheat on a fucking website. It's like, one, you cheating. Two, you doing it on a fucking Popular, they say it's got thirty-something million people on it, so it's not even like it's like a low-key site. It's a big deal site, and you usually your work email that ninety-nine percent of the time has your real name in it and your job.
0: And I funny just read just today, uh, two um, what you call? I'm sorry, basically a five hundred seventy-eight million dollar class action lawsuit was filed against the companies that run Ashley Madison for the breach. So motherfuckers I mean, been cheating and they pissed that they, they shit they got, got exposed. Right. <laughs> I'm really curious how much Ashley Madison is actually worth. That there gotta be a lot, man. That's, that's nuts. nuts. I don't know how long that site has been up either. So
1: I don't either. If you were like a, a aspiring entrepreneur and you came up with that idea, like I would think, like with all the morals I might have in the world, I would still do that because you gotta you can't take into a account whether or not you would use the site you have to take into account whether or not that site will pop off and if i was like the most faithful fucking like if i was a fucking preacher and like i could, I could probably well i mean a preacher wouldn't do it just on on ethical issues but i would turn to my wife and be like you know what we should do we should start this website for niggas that want to cheat that's married <laughs> like you know how paid we could get off the fact that other people ain't shit like, man, you can get paid off that shit. Whoever started that shit is, like, a low-key genius, dog. Like, that's a good-ass idea. Like, it's, like, so ain't shit, but something that you know for a fact is going to pop off. So like, there's know, no way that's not going to be successful. You know,
0: you know what their slogan is? No. Life is short, have an affair. Well, it's direct. <laughs> direct as hell. Short and sweet. So, from what I read on Wikipedia, it started in uh, 2001. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Damn, I could have
0: used it. And, <laughs> and the name was just uh, created basically from two popular female names. So there's no, no actual Ashley Madison. It was just
1: I can't even imagine what my single life would have been like if I had been on Ashley Madison in 2002.
0: Man, that would have been some interesting though, to be single and just posing as married to right. be able to, to 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 get because all I mean they tried you're basically just sleeping together. I mean, I'm, I could assume it's... It, 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 I couldn't see no fucking platonic relationships out of Ashley Madison. You can go to fucking uh, Craigslist for that. Uh, but all this is just for fucking. Man, but Ashley and Madison aren't they common. I wonder if White It's a Canada-based uh, company. Oh really? Yep. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> oh buddy. So I'm reading. According to third-party uh, uh, web analyst provider. The site has more than 124 million hits
1: per month. Man, ranked ranked number 18 a <laughs> month adult or sites. Sexual hits? Uh, uh, <laughs> or what hits? 124 million hits, like <laughs> 24 million fucks per month. Man, so
0: I'm like, wow, but yeah. So they're being sued for a lot of money, and folks are using their their work
1: addresses and shit. Didn't hit the fan, literally. Yo, if you. If you were to make a Ashley Madison account, what would you what would you make your username be? <laughs> huh. Man, that's dang, that's interesting. Like you gotta think, like, there's probably like usernames that are used up for days. Like, anything pertaining to having a big dick is taken. It don't matter what number you use or what words you use for big dick, it's taken. So you would have to come up with something like Really fucking wildly imaginative And I think you would get extra points AKA Extra hits slash pussy if, you, if your username indicated that you was black Cause you gotta think As racist as fucking white people are Right now there's probably mad Like cougar ass white women Who are married to fucking Little dick CEO That would love to fuck a 25 year old Black dude so what was your name? Being, dudes, since you brought I'm it cookin'. up, I don't know. I just had that. I, I'm <laughs> I'm horrible at coming up with names. Like, I, I, mine would be horrible. I I don't. I can't even begin to think of think of what I would do. It it would suck. Well, it wouldn't suck once I came up with it, but it would. I, I could not come up with it on the spot. It would take me weeks to come up with a fucking name for that shit.
0: Wow. This says uh, 95 percent of Ashley Madison users are male. So it's not. I thought I would have thought it'd be a, a total opposite.
1: Like I thought it'd be like more women. It's probably men who are on there trying to find women to fuck. They probably not even married. I mean, I mean, there are some, but like, I bet I would bet of those men, a strong half of them probably aren't even married. They are just probably there to get married women. Hmm,
0: that's interesting.
1: That's probably like dating in Atlanta and shit. <laughs> a man trying to
0: find a woman is, you know, a good luck, man. buddy. That's crazy though. Wow. I, I would I wouldn't have thought that the uh the, the percentage was that high. I would have thought it'd been at least a good split or it would have been more women, but
1: oh uh, yeah. What was the nigga name from uh The Last Dragon? Uh not the Last Dragon, the wait. Which one fuck. This is my memory going right here. There's the Bruce Lee movie mm-hmm. and there's the the black movie. What's the black movie? Was he called uh, the Last Dragon
0: too? Yeah, it was the Last Dragon. What's the Bruce Lee movie? Enter the Dragon.
1: Oh, okay, so yeah, the Last Dragon. What's the black dude name in that? Ty Mac. A, whatever his name was in real in the movie.
0: He was uh, shit. Uh, um,
1: I don't know. What was Leroy? Fuck... Okay, Leroy yeah. Green. I would come up with something like that, maybe. Like, some playoff of, like,
2: that.
0: I don't know. I would think of some weird shit. I shouldn't say what I would think about because I'm not doing it. Or would think of it. But if I had to think of a name for somebody, a black name. That's what I said. That's what made you yeah. think of that. Something, uh,
1: something with Leroy in it, you're going to get some hits.
0: Right? <laughs> I, it'd be Mine would be, it wouldn't even be a name. It would be some random phrase, like. Mr. You Can't Stay Tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. You Gotta Go Home Afterwards. Uh, some crazy shit like that. But yeah, that's just, yeah. Or be some random celebrity like...
1: <laughs> call you an Uber 911. Like, right,
0: right, right. <laughs> I got five on Uber. <laughs> that's crazy though, Uber man.
1: XXL. <laughs> yeah, for real.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. That's just nuts though. I'm just curious to how many folks going to find their, their mates on there. In, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, and kind of speaking throw
1: a of all, nice little Marvel reference in to help the little trendy comic book shit going on right now. Black Panther, Double Entendre, good.
0: <laughs> or uh, I don't know, shit. Yeah, I, I, I like. I'm like you. I could. I probably wouldn't be
1: too creative on. No I'm shit. horrible coming up with names. Horrible.
0: So yeah. speaking of of relationships, it was just a uh, some story on Twitter of this chick who uh, or this dude who broke up with his girl on the plane. <laughs> And then and then she's like, he wants to talk and she doesn't want to talk. And then I guess a bunch of tweets down the line, they started making out and shit.
2: What? Yeah, that
0: came like after the fact. I read. Wow. Like I don't, I don't see the reason for trying to break up with your mate on a flight.
1: Like, no matter how much you gotta hate this person by this point, at least wait till the flight over, dog. Like, man, where are you going? Like, you better be going from Detroit to Chicago. Like, I, like I, I, I didn't see the diesel, so I was curious, like, was it, like, on a landing? Was it the takeoff? Was it mid-flight? Right. Like, y'all about That's to true. get off, or, you know. I assumed it was before the flight, but that could be. Maybe it was as they were getting off the plane. But then, no, because we saw the one person tweet the quote, like, I wish I had known that before I paid all this extra money to sit oh, next yeah, to you on this yeah, flight. Yeah, 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 So that implies that they got to sit, now they got to deal with the whole, this shit on the whole flight.
0: Man, I can imagine sitting there with somebody I just broke up with, and it's just, what are you fucking, because most Man. of the time I've been on a flight with somebody, we're just talking. Like, you're having a conversation. You you know, you're communicating. You're, you know, you're with that person. Like, now I got to, like, treat
1: the person like more than a stranger because it's not as awkward as fuck. I got to be on a flight with him and shit. Even if you trade seats with somebody and you're sitting far as fuck from that person, your flight's still ruined because you're going to be sitting there just, like, feeling shitty. Like, it, it's low-key almost better to stay next to the person and just argue with them the whole time or talk about it the whole time before you know what the flight is over. But if you sit with some, if you sit far, if you move seats after the fact, now y'all gotta sit there and not talk about it and then just be sitting there just, like, thinking about all the shit that you want to say or that you could have said and being angry or sad or whatever. Like, that's just a shitty situation, all right?
0: Man, so I got another sidebar, and I just thought about this. And we'll get back, well, we already talked about Ashley Madison, so we're technically not a real sidebar. Yeah. But I was on Facebook today, and I seen a guy do a status, and it said, uh... So am I the only one to notice that Pac was recording for Death Row while Eazy was still alive? Did you recall that that timing off? Did you? I never thought about it until I, I read that. I don't. I thought Eazy was dead when Pac started with Death Row.
1: If I had not just watched straight out of Compton. And somebody were to ask me if the timelines coincided, I would have said no. I would have thought the same thing. Like, I feel like, I think of Easy having died in like, I don't know, man. Early 90s, like between 92 and 94 would, would have been my guess. And then I think of Pac recording with Death Row in 96. Right, so that's Easy I know that I know dead. that's when All Eyes on Me came out. Right,
0: ninety six was definitely when that came out. Right,
1: so like I'm thinking, so say he was recording ninety five, my gut would have said that Easy was already dead at that point. And clearly, in the movie he died after the fact. Right, and clearly in the movie that the timelines did overlap. But I think it's kind of I think it might have to do with the fact that maybe Easy died after he was no longer really relevant. Like he wasn't putting out shit and then just died instantly. He was already like not doing shit anymore, and then died. So he could have still been, like, a lie, just not really active in music. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I still feel like Easy Dying is, like, way before... Me too. Tupac. Me too. Because I just think... I, all I think is all eyes on me. And I think of that as 96. And I feel like... I be, I mean, we could easily look it up, what year Easy died? Well, I am about to look it up at this moment. But, uh, like, the recording could possibly overlap... But I feel like when "All Eyes on Me" dropped, he was, out. Already he was dead. definitely dead. Yeah, yeah. he that's, was definitely that's dead. That's my gut—is that he was already dead when "All Eyes on Me" came out? But yeah, it could overlap. I don't know though. Easy E. Let's see. Why are
0: you searching for that? We're uh, our uh, he nice died pos- in
1: March '95. Okay, so so it, he it was, was dead long before the all album eyes came, on out. came out, yeah. yeah. Now recording, they could have. But it, even then, the timeline in the movie, he was recording, and Easy was still trying to, like, get... Like,
0: reconcile and get, get and the get, N.W.A. together. And stuff
1: right. So, for me, so if he died in March of 95, he was probably already in the hospital and, like, out of it before that. So that would have to have had Pac recording All Eyes on Me way before it actually came out. Right. And that can't be... I'm no, that can't be because, like, can be he recorded that when he got out of jail. Right, when he just got out. Right. I don't know. Now I'm wondering. I'm, I am wondering about those timelines now because he <sighs> he recorded all eyes on me when <laughs> all just to the computer. Like, like oh, let me see. Now. Let me figure some shit yeah, out because he was because he recorded all like all eyes on me was like I'm out of prison. Bam! All eyes on me is out. Like th- here's my death row shit. Because he didn't, if I remember correctly, his whole situation with uh death row happened. Because the whole thing was like, wasn't it kind of like should kind of like helped him get out a little early or something like that?
0: Right, right. He ended up paying his bill and shit to yeah. get out. Yeah. yeah.
1: So like, I, yeah. So I feel like the, he couldn't have been recording All Eyes On Me for that long. Maybe I'm wrong about when All Eyes On Me came out though. But I'm like fairly certain it was, it was 96. But I mean, again, these are things we can easily research. Well, he got out of jail in 95. Tupac did? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Upon what? his release in ninety five,
0: so he got out I don't I don't see a date though. Uh all eyes, all eyes on me came out in February uh ninety six.
1: Okay. Uh
0: what's the date that EZE died? March ninety
1: five. Uh exact date is
0: March 26, ninety five. So March 26, ninety five. Um shit. So let's see, blah blah blah. Wait, you say he died, he, he died March twenty six. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Tupac starts serving his sentence in February ninety five. So te- oh. so if that's if if Wikipedia is correct, he was in jail when Easy died. Technically, right. So if that's the case, he's right. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not saying when he got out of, out of jail in '95 though.
2: Blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, I'm not seeing where he got out of jail at. So if that's right though, Pac did more than a month in jail. So if that's the case, then he was in jail when Pac was recording. I mean. I mean, I'm sorry, when easy die. Easy died, he was definitely in jail. Now, if that's the case, then.
1: And I do remember that when Tupac got out of prison, his they were saying that he was recording all eyes on me like hard. It wasn't right. like like that shit was like quick, like he was spending an insane amount of time in the studio. I still feel like the timelines don't add up. There's no way. I feel like there's no way he could have been recording all eyes on me while easy was still alive. No, like I, say, like I say, like I say. I mean, if
0: like if he started, in, he went to jail in February, and February of '95, and Easy died in March. March. He stayed more than a month, right? So by that, no, he was still in jail then. So yeah, the timeline is fucked up. They probably should have had that. Yeah,
1: that's just us being picky, though. Like he that's like not us being picky. I ain't even thought about this. I didn't either, but
0: you know. But now that I see it, okay, yeah, that's. I mean, if Wikipedia is correct,
1: and yeah. that was Tupac's only scene in the movie, that might have been. Hey, let's try to put Tupac in the movie, and we'll do it this way.
0: We wanted to like of all the, I mean, all of the people they had, all of them should have known the timeline of Easy Dying and Pac being in jail and shit. So yeah,
1: especially yeah. since that was such a, an important and like celebrated aspect of his his career was the getting out of prison and immediately like hitting the studio recording All Eyes on Me, and like in any documentary or anything you see about Tupac, they talk about how he was like in the studio hard. With all eyes on me once he got out of prison. It was like... Because that was him. As soon as he got out, like, yeah, death row this, death row that, blah, blah, all this death row shit, me and Dr. Dre, we doing this, blah, 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 like, Pac was hard on that shit back then.
0: Yeah, and I... Shit, I can't... Oh, wait. I may I may have found a date. Fuck. Let's see.
1: Uh, Date of Tupac's jail release? Oh, nah, this is too much to read. Okay. Yeah, fuck. It's not that important. Yeah, it's not
0: that important. But... Yeah, that's that was interesting. I mean, I don't know. That was I. You know, I've heard of it. I'm gonna say bloopers, but I read somewhere that uh, Easy E's White Sox hat wasn't the logo of the White Sox then. Like whatever hat he had on in the movie <laughs> wasn't the actual logo of the time that you know he was oh. in a. Yeah. Um. Someone um, seen a tweet today is asking did did uh, I didn't even read the story but. It was did uh, did the movie uh, depict Detroit Detroit correctly as far as when the time he was here? I don't know what other things could have you know they could have fucked up with that, but I will say they did have the Detroit Police logo right because that was the, that old logo they had like on the uh, on a paddy wagon that was the Detroit uh, right,
1: and then the the only scene that was in Detroit was the Joe Louis Arena, and then it did have like kind of like this overhang where it had all the people like raining shit down on mm-hmm. on them and there is a area around joe lewis arena where that could be possible because joe lewis arena is one of the oldest arenas that it's there that is. one it where the back
0: stairs is and shit it's right. a bridge right there so and there's a
1: bridge that goes over jefferson so like there's like not well that one like the jefferson that runs in that one direction that runs along joe lewis arena before it becomes two-way uh past the lodge exit so like yeah i mean it it looked like when I'm looking at, it, I'm like, I'm not looking at it like, oh, that's Joe Louis Arena, but I'm looking at it like, okay, that could be how Joe Louis Arena was set up in that area at that time. And so it's, it's the same arena, you know, Joe Louis Arena ain't changed at all in uh 20, 30 years.
0: So I did find a part where it said, uh, uh, should offer to to pay his uh his bail. Tupac needed to only sign a three-page handwritten recording contract. He did that September '95. So if he did that around then, he definitely was still in jail and got out probably shortly after that.
1: Right, easy. So if he better. got, and you
0: say he was in the studio. So he got out like September, October. Wrapped up the the
2: album. In that's crazy two, three though. If like he
1: get out in September and the album drop in March, February, like yeah, uh, yeah, February. That's crazy, though. Like you. You were in the fucking studio to get out in September and then drop the album in February. That's like... Yeah, so... You were in, the, in there.
0: In short, they fucked up, but in short, who fucking cares? Not I. I didn't even think about doing the research on the timeline when I read the status. I was just like, eh, whatever. I wasn't being that picky. I thought the movie was great. I don't need to really nitpick it, but for the sake of argument, since I was had the computer up, I looked it up, but yeah.
1: So have you heard the rumors that they're talking about doing another that'll hit the death row era? Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I think that... So on the surface, what I heard of NWA movie was being recorded, I th- was being made, I thought that NWA was like the introduction to the gangster rap era. And NWA is important to hip-hop. And that My other thought was that the climate at the time, the racial climate and all the shit that was going on in L.A., I was like, there's a lot of potential here. Right. When I think of the Death Row era with Pac and Snoop and Dre and that shit, I mainly think of the music aspect and not so much the relation to what was going on at the time. Like, it it would be, like, a lot of focus on the... East Coast, West Coast beefs. And, like, that's not... To me, that's not as interesting of a story as the introduction of gangster rap and all the ramifications that that shit had. Because what's happening with the Rodney King shit and then all the, like... All the shit with, like, C. Dolores Tucker and, like, all the legal shit that happened and uh, dealing with parental advisories and First Amendment rights. All that, like, it had, like... a Way more of an impact on life. Not just on music. Whereas I feel like the Death Row shit. It was an interesting story. But really just in the music sense. It didn't really have much of an impact. Upon like. Uh, casual life. It was like okay if you like hip hop. You're interested in the East Coast West Coast beef. right? But like it's not really like. I don't know. I feel like it's not as good of a story to tell overall. I think musically. It's probably a better story. But, like, overall, probably not as good. But as a fan, for me, that's the best. To me, like, I, this is what I said about the NWA movie. This NWA movie, this was the best era of hip-hop to me. Is the gangster rap era. So, like, I would be there for it. Absolutely. Like, I would love to see all that shit. I would shit. still see it, yeah. But I also feel like a behind-the-scenes kind of NWA story was has never been told. But the Death Row era story has been told. A lot. Because it's because of, because of the fact that Tupac died. So it's like whenever you tell a story about Tupac, and there's been a million stories about Tupac as far as like movies and documentaries and shit like that, you can't do a story about Tupac without talking about the Death Row era and the East Coast, West Coast beef and all that shit. So that story's been done.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I feel like it'd be more of a like, let's capitalize on the success of the NWA story as opposed to let's tell a good story. So I, I'm not as a big a fan. I'm not as big a fan of that happening as I am with the NWA shit because that was a good story on paper, whereas this just feels like let's just take something and and make capitalize off the NWA shit.
0: Well, that's it because you could have been released a dog a doggy a doggy dog pound or that era of death row post Easy and all that stuff. That shit could have been came out. You know, as but, long
1: as as long as they put the part at the fucking. BT awards or Soul whatever awards on BT that we played that other time where Snoop was oh, on the that, stage that's a sor- like
0: that's the source award the source Awards yeah, yeah the that, source as long award.
1: as they play put that in the movie I'm good though. if like, they didn't have that in that. the
0: movie I would not see it and yeah if they that ha- that, think, that has to be in the previews me that <laughs> right. know that it was actually in <laughs> it other than that not seeing it
1: I need sure talking about if uh if you don't want your producer dancing in the video <laughs> come to Death Row. I need Snoop on stage. The East Coast don't, don't fuck with death, uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. The East Coast don't love Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I need that.
0: So, to 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 dive into random conspiracy theories. Ooh. Um, When we were looking up, last week, when we were looking up random videos, because we watched uh, NWA and eazy was on um, on Arsenio, Arsenio Hall and stuff like that. And I clicked another video where it had Suge Knight. And Suge Knight... Was on oh, that shit. one yeah, of those. One of I forget that.
1: which which he was on
0: Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel, which and, means it
1: was recent. Right, right, exactly.
0: <laughs> and he basically I don't remember word for word, but he basically made a reference to you know you know in, injecting Easy E with AIDS, and I just got I'm just wondering like how valid does especially since him and Easy were like. At some point, enemy when they beat the shit out of him trying to get Dre out of contract and all that shit. Like, I don't put it past you. So
1: here's what I heard. So, the last episode of The Brilliant Idiots, or the one before that, two episodes back, either way, Charlemagne said, Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz said that they got a text from a dude that they've had on the show before named Akash Singh or something like that. And they said that Akash was saying, That the scene in in Strader Compton where Easy e comes in and Suge's trying to get Easy e uh, uh, trying to get uh, Dre out of Easy's contract. One of the, Suge says something like, don't make me change you, or something like that. Don't make me change, change something, like don't make me change who you are, something like that. And they beat him up. That combined with the, his thing on Jimmy Kimmel, talking about ejecting motherfuckers with AIDS. Right. And apparently, I didn't know about this, because, I mean, granted, in 90, what, 90, we'll say 96, well, this would have happened in, like, 93, 94. So, let's say, like, 94, I was, like, 12 years old. Like, I wouldn't know anything about that at the time. But the rumors are that he didn't just beat Eazy-E. They were saying that he had somebody fuck Eazy-E who had AIDS Uh. to give him AIDS. Like, that's the rumors that Suge had somebody give Easy Aids, and the, the little line saying, don't make me change you, was like a reference to that.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And like, that sounds so outlandish, but if you take, knowing how Suge is, combined with that clip of him on Jimmy Kimmel, talking about ejected motherfuckers with blood aids, like, I don't think it's really that implausible that he might have done that. Like, can you imagine if that's what really happened? Like, wow. Like, Like, how you was really like, that
0: fucking cutthroat. the fucking to, devil, dog. Like, dude, if that's the case, man, I hope he do 300 years in jail. I hope they just keep his body in a fucking cell for the rest of the time. Just to keep it there. And he did some old fuck shit like that. For the sake of releasing a an a, a artist on a contract, dog. Sugar
1: Knight is a scary motherfucker, man. Like... A lot of a lot of people that you hear about, like in gangster rap and all that shit, and they them talking about all the shit that they did in the past, whether it be Jay Z or Fifty Cent, whatever, talking about selling drugs, and doing all that shit. Somebody like Suge Knight is like a whole different level, man. Like you can't even, I can't even imagine. Like I would not. He already has a reputation. The idea that he, like. If it was anybody other than Suge Knight, you would think, like, come on, that's ridiculous. But I don't put, I don't, no, I you, don't
0: put you it past him. You can't them. put that past Suge Knight. I don't put like, it past him. You
1: really can't. Like, that sounds like something that he would do. And, like, that's an interesting thought.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read it. I didn't read any of the articles involved. But I remember seeing some article posted about it and stuff like that. I didn't read it, but... I really think that's real fucked up if, if that is the case. Like, that's some fuck shit, dog. And I wish at the point they could actually prove that shit if it was the case. But and obviously, like, Easy's dead. And
1: uh, you, it could have
0: been one of those things. Say it did happen, and Easy was just well too embarrassed. He'd be like, yeah, I got it, fucked.
1: That's what I was going to say. You know say. what I'm saying? He, say, he don't strike me as the type that would say that. Like, yeah, I got A's, but it was because Suge Knight had his boys rape me. Like, or not. I wanna see he, Easy this saying that. The thing is, that. even if he didn't even know.
0: You know, say he just 20, he never get checked. So it's just like he had it and then when he found out he had it, he died. But I'm saying Or
1: assumed it was because he was fucking a lot of women.
0: Right, right. He so said he just from like Yeah, fucking chicks and stuff.
1: But some article I read said that something like obviously you can get AIDS from like having unprotected sex heterosexual, unprotected sex. Right. But I read something like the odds of getting AIDS from unprotected heterosexual sex is fairly low. Compared to like if that was actually Hold true. Homosexual. Oh, okay. So, like, it, yes, we'll say working on the assumption that Easy had a whole lot of unprotected sex with a whole lot of women. Yeah, you're liable to get AIDS. But the probability isn't as high as if that were to happen. Like, if he, if, if Shug were to do something like that. And it does make me wonder, like, if that were to happen, is that something that Easy would put out there? Like, I don't think he would. I don't think he would say that. And like you said, he might not even know. Well, he, not might even even he might. Know that he might know he got raped, but he bad. might not even know that that's how he got it.
0: Well, yeah, and so because yeah. in the
1: movie he was like, "I ain't no faggot," and that's what happened. That was what would happen in the '90s was that you would tell somebody that they had AIDS who was straight. They'd be like, "I, ain't, I ain't they no, know, I ain't no went They, to they a, always, I know faggot. And they right. always
0: want to, you know, because I'm not homosexual. I'm not having yeah. sex with men or whatever the case. So.
1: And they could be like, well, you know, you can not get it with heterosexual sex, or right? And you're like, oh, really? And then you easy, you think like, shit. But then he might in the back of his head be like, well, there was that time that she wanted to break this contract. dude on me and shit, right? And then did I tell you? Was that you? I was talking about that. Uh, I read that story where. No, that wasn't you. Okay, so I read this story that like, there was your was
0: a, your kicking in. Like, no, nigga, it wasn't. No, you, it
1: wasn't you? It was. It was Mister Monotone because I was talking to him about it at work. I was listening to an episode of Lip Service, which is Angela Yee's podcast. Oh, yeah. She had on a girl who was uh, used to be a prostitute back then. And she said she used to kick it with Suge and shit. Like, not like kick it hard, but she knew him. And she said that she there was a time where she was out somewhere with Suge, like out in public. And, and Suge ran up on some dude who he had a problem with. And she said that Suge made... She, she mentioned it's totally, like, off off topic. Like, it was a little thing. But combined with all this other shit, it makes it, it, it makes, it has an impact. So she said, Suge ran up on some dude, and it was strictly for Suge. He said that it was strictly, like, a domination thing. Like, I'm going to emasculate this man as much as I can. But she said that Suge made another dude suck his dick. And just, that was it. Like, he did it as just as a means of, like... Emasculating that dude, and then the topic at the time wasn't about what Suge did. It was about uh, whether or not if you get if you a dude and you get raped, do that make you gay? Like it's it's so the, the women on the show are dumb as fuck. Like oh, they, they were saying like oh, dumb, shit. yeah it is, but they were saying like there were women that were like yeah if you go to jail and you get raped that make you gay because a real nigga wouldn't wouldn't just take that. That was the kind of like it was like Twitter nigga logic, but for like a woman. Like they were they're so fucking dumb. But that was the topic. But the side the the side thing, the idea that Suge made another dude suck his dick as like a a way of emasculating that man, exerting his power or dominance or force. If he's the type of person who would do that, it's not out of reason to think that he would do something like that to easy, like have somebody fuck him. Like it seems like that might be his thing. It's like this is how I'm gonna make this is how I'm gonna punish you and make you feel low and make you feel like less than me is I'm going to make you I'm going to force you at gunpoint to do some gay shit whether it be to me or or whether it be to somebody doing some shit to you if that if that's a thing that he does then I don't know it lends that rumor some credibility yeah it, it
0: definitely does i mean i, I never heard that I i've listened to i never
1: heard that before
0: never heard that and I've only, I only listened the to only
1: him. she said the only reason she said it's because he's locked up right now <laughs> and I'm like why because he's the only person that could do something to you for sure." right that's
0: that. funny man when, uh, did you ever listen to Warren G's uh no uh Combat, Combat Jack Mm-mm. he was talking about you know his dealings with, with Suge and he was you know he was like why well, ain't only saying this shit cause Shug in jail you know so it's like Suge still, still puts a
1: fear in folks dude right. which is crazy dog that's just wild as hell. I don't, you know what? I don't. Sure, being in jail would not be a good enough reason for me to say some uh, derogatory shit about him. As, like, if, that, no, as if no, as if no one else
0: could touch you if that was the case. If he had, right. you know, what I'm saying, if he still had that much influence, he, he, you know, what I'm saying, he could, you could still be touched if that's the case. Right? If and he, is he never still getting like,
1: out, like even if he had no influence, he's he never getting out. Well, at this like, point, he might not get out. He might
0: die before he get out. Well, he well, might. Still, who cares? But I yeah. Fuck but that. yeah, I don't. I don't put that past. I think that is definitely plausible. That 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 could have happened. You know, Which somebody who could.
1: F- you know, both Dre, Snoop, at least Dre and Snoop could confirm any of that shit. And if you notice, especially Dre, nobody
0: really talks greasy about Suge. Mm-hmm. Even him been in jail. Even if his issues and shit, you know, he done got. Did not he get shot up in the last couple of years? Yeah, yeah. All this shit. I that just wonder. I wonder what happened uh, to the dude that, that knocked his ass out at that fucking club.
1: He got shot when Tupac got shot.
0: Who? Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, but,
1: like he man.
0: But if 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 the rumors are true that should got him killed, that was just a graze wound just to shoot Pac and shit. If that was the case, <laughs> I, I did
1: hear that rumor.
0: Feel <laughs> um, like he
1: was in on it and like took the shot to help sell it. Like, did man. you ever?
0: Did you ever hear uh, the rumors of uh, a part that? It was on a, uh, the, the Machiavelli album. It was this one part where it's like the inter- interlude or prelude to a song. And you hear something that sounds like she says something like, Suge shot me.
1: I heard that rumor. I, I don't remember that on the album, though.
0: Yeah, I remember it on the album. I remember rewinding it. I remember Liz trying to find, like, does that really say that Did you that hear shit? it? Yeah. Did it sound like that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, it, man, it's almost, it's almost like you wish social media was, was like popping back in like that 90 don't make sense, though. Whatever. Uh
1: but that don't make sense because like
0: It doesn't it doesn't make no sense. Oh but okay. it doesn't make no sense because he was still alive I mean he was dead when that happened. You know what I'm saying? Oh right, like, he was you,
1: alive when he recorded almost, the Mar- the right, right album. So, so it was almost can- like
0: if if somebody else put it on there or some shit like that. But I don't know what else it could have been, but it definitely had people thinking it might be it. I remember conversa- many of conversations. Yeah. I mean, he was dead. So that's,
1: Yeah, that's implausible for a few reasons. Especially since that album came out on Death Row. So why would Suge put it out if something that says Suge shot me is on it? Because that was a Death Row release. Right. Right. So.
0: But yeah, so but that shit was... shit he uh, was,
1: man. Them death, man, that Death Row shit, dog. Man, that was my shit. That was my shit,
0: though. dude. Have you seen any of the random videos that that Fifty Cent's been posting about Diddy and French Montana? No. So
1: I don't. I don't know. I the, hear I need to, I hear that I need to follow Fifty Cent on Instagram. I don't know if I
0: will follow him, and I probably should because I think his his video his uh, videos is funny. His pictures is his pictures, but he has some. His commentary on shit is hilarious, but. I guess you know he's been touring with this FM vodka, and I actually really want to try to see if it's really actually okay. I heard he was or here. He was here. He was here like last weekend.
1: This past? No, this past weekend. No, like yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> was
0: it just? It was just yesterday.
1: Then I saw Vern post Not Vern. Uh, shit. Who was it? Dude, I think. Oh, one of my homeboys, Jason. He said he posted that. He, I don't know
0: for certain. I swear, Mr. Monotone DJ, some shit for that for Fifty Cent being here. He might have. Uh, but he was here like. In the early part of the day, he was, like, touring liquor stores and shit.
1: That's what I read. Like, a homeboy of mine said that he went to the liquor store to play his numbers, like, lottery numbers. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't do it because there were too many people there because 50 Cent was there. I was like, 50 Cent's here? At yeah. a liquor store? Yeah, like, so... Like, in the hood?
0: He's like, been what? doing all these videos and shit and and, and posts about, like, slandering uh, Ciroc and <laughs> calling it uh, Puffy Juice and uh, shit <laughs> so... Had this one video where I don't know he he did this cut where French Montana is talking and he's like French Montana's like yeah this uh effing shit is okay it's a little watered down but it's all right or something and then he got this other <laughs> he got this post where hold on I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick look at it because uh, he said it's a picture of a uh, a Fifty Cent and he says uh, wait hold on I'm sorry uh, it's on Fifty Cent's page and it's a picture of a uh, French Montana looking weird. And it says, when you realize F and vodka tastes better than Ciroc, but diddy's your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you diddy bitch. Excuse me. <laughs> but, uh, so then I think a day ago, French Montana posted a video with this big ass box of, of effing vodka and he dumps it in the trash and shit. It's a whole bunch of fifths and shit. And he just dumps it in the trash or some shit like that. So I don't know what this like <laughs> vodka war is. You know what something.
1: my response to that would be? It would be the same response that Easy had and Straight out of Compton. <laughs> He was watching people stomp the NWA album. It was like, I'm going fuck them. Yeah, they pay, right, they, <laughs> they, they paid, paid for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet that's what 50 looking like.
2: right <laughs> paid right, for right, it. I'll right, give right. yeah, so.
1: you dump it. You ain't get it for free. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. So, then he's been posting these random-ass uh, pictures and shit. Like, he posted one picture of, of, of Diddy with a championship belt on or some shit. Who posted
1: it? French or
0: 50? 50 Cent? It's like some... Yeah, I don't know what the fuck this shit's about, but I don't know what their what their you know vodka wars is about or some shit. So,
1: well, Sarac's really Ciroc is hot shit right now.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's a and I have I've never had this effing vodka shit. Um, I almost want to try it it though. Yeah, I've seen it. It got all these weird like leather padding's on it, like some like fancy shit. But yeah, it's it's that was yeah. So.
1: To be perfectly honest, Ciroc is really the only time that a rapper supported a vodka and it took off. Yeah, there's been no other vodka that I could think of. No, because like, and Siroc was around. Diddy didn't like create Sirac. I don't think. Like, I feel like Siroc no, was, was around it was before, before Diddy yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely. He just like took it on. Whereas like, you look at like Armadale. Where the fuck is that at now? That was that Jay-Z shit. Where the nope. fuck is Armadale at now? I
0: want to say I tried it before. I did, but I, th- I think I did, and it wasn't like this is the shit. No, it's okay. Ciroc is
1: Ciroc is out cold, man. Yeah. Like you can't really, you uh, can't really.
0: Like my 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 wife go to is uh the red berry with lemonade, and that's really fucking. You
1: good. can't, yeah, you can't sleep, you can't, you can't slander Ciroc and red Ciroc red You really can't, dog. That shit is on point. You
0: could you could say it's nigga juice, but it's good. It's good nigga juice. Niggas be
1: good on nigga juice. Vodka made out of grapes, nigga? You can't really fuck with that, dog. Like, Sorak is on point. And to put in perspective, um, so after my wedding, well, this is news to you. I haven't discussed this with you, so you're finding out about it at the same time. And as the rest listeners. of the world come Monday. Right. <laughs> We're uh, talking about having, like, an after party, right? So, like, wedding, reception, after party. The after party is going to be low key. Like, Obviously, everybody at the reception it comes to the after party, but the after party can be like the bridal party it plus. Be at? Let me get what? to it, nigga. <laughs> so uh, <laughs>
0: let me you, Let me let you tell your story. Yeah, let me get to
1: it. So uh, after party gonna be like you know bridal party, few other people, whatever. So we talking about rolling to um, actually let me not say on the podcast because we we don't want everybody rolling okay. to this shit. But we're talking uh, about undisclosed location, right? We're talking about rolling to a spot near the venue. Um, so, I was at this spot, um, what's today? Sunday? I was at this spot Friday, uh, to meet with our photographer to talk about, uh, Wedding just, shit. yeah, just to, you know, plan a sh- plan shit out. We initially met there just to, as a meeting spot, just to, to have our little meeting. But then I'm there, and we're on the second level of this spot. The second level of this spot has, like, uh, a windowless, uh, I don't want to say balcony because it doesn't really overhang, but it's just like a windowless like second level. And I thought that this was just the this was it. We were at the at the top, and the waitress comes over, and I asked the waitress, I was like, you know, we're looking at having like a little after party spot, and this is a nice place, you know. Now we're thinking about possibly having it here, so I was asking her for information on it. She's like, yeah, so you know, and then we have upstairs, we have blah blah. I'm like, wait, there's an upstairs? This ain't the top level. She's like, no, we have a, a, a third level. So I went to check it out. And it's like a nice little nice little third level spot. It's out, outdoors. It has a little overhang. So if it were to rain theoretically, I don't think you would get wet. But it's like an outdoor over you know, top level type joint. Looks real nice. Kinda of secluded. And I'm like, okay, this shit seemed cool. And um Are you reserving it?
0: Or it just attending? We, or are we just a like going? We will reserve
1: it. But part of the uh part of the conditions on getting it whenever you want to reserve space like that you got to get a bottle and um the bottles range from 150 to 270 I believe and the 270 was Ciroc and Ciroc is as good as it is is not top of the line to me no it's not but they know that that is to the average person that's top of the line like when the Ciroc is the most expensive one, that's an indicator that Ciroc is popping. So, I, that that does speak to the Ciroc is on. Like, the bottom, the one fifty one was Absolute. <laughs> I'm like, Absolute's not bad. Like, that's the cheapest one. And Ciroc was the top one. And, like, I, that lets you know, Ciroc is popping. So, 50 As has I, a very large hill to climb if he wants his vodka to compete with Ciroc.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. He just... Hella charismatic, hella charismatic with his shit. It's Quite funny. I mean, he's entertaining for that. I'm not even sure. Like I say, I don't even know if this shit is even good or not. Shit.
1: Well, when it comes right down to it, he can be as charismatic if he wants. If the, the shit, shit ain't trash even, is trash, right? right. If this shit ain't fucking with Ciroc, as far as as taste goes, he ain't. He don't have. He don't stand a chance. And even if his, even if the effing vodka is right on point with the regular Ciroc, that ain't even that ain't even good enough. Because the regular Ciroc the regular sirac ain't even what people get. They get the red berry, they get the amaretto. Uh they get the uh they got a pineapple one or something like that. No life for me. I cannot
0: understand why the fuck they did an amarello, amaretto shit. That shit, horrible.
1: I'm not a fan.
0: Man, that was one of my uh my homeboys. That was his go-to drink when I was in my 20s and shit, man. He's not a big hard drinker, and amaretto sour is like his shit, dog. Yeah. Uh, I cannot stand that shit, man. But if I had to choose a vodka, um I always I don't know what to actually pronounce it pr I don't like pronouncing all kinds of shit fucked up tonight. Um and it's funny because I clown my wife all the time for random words she pronounced wrong. But um if she listens, she'd definitely get a, a, a chuckle out of this. But well, she won't. Yeah, she don't listen. Um, Unless you talk
1: about getting your ass lit
0: Right. And then she's like, So what the fuck happened? But anyhow, uh so it's I think it's spelled C H O P I N So I don't know if it's
1: chopping or choking. Probably not. I would say it's probably like
0: Chopin or something. Chopin! Chopin! You know what? I don't know what it sounds like. But it's going to be Chopin. No, but Chopin sounds like real like, yeah, it's Chopin. I'm pretty sure that's probably what it is. Yeah, we got bottles of Chopin in this bitch. Yeah. Yeah, What about it? That's one of the best vodka I've had. And that's a potato vodka. Yeah,
1: it's a potato one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that one. If I had to have one that was kind of, you know, if I had to spend some money on a vodka... I would I would get that.
1: Also, there's another one that's potato that I can't recall. Chopin. 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 Oh, Chopin? Pronounce it like S-H-O. Oh, okay. Chopin. Yeah.
0: French Not shit. Chopin. Mm-mm. Yeah. Chopin sounds kind of weird. Chopin sounds real, like, smooth.
1: Yeah. Like, Chopin. Yeah, you gotta say it like you feed Chopin. it to, like, a... Like a bitch you just met on Ashley Madison. Yeah, like I got Chopin at the crib. Like, and baby. she like, bat this roll right. through. Like, <laughs> Chopin.
0: Yeah, so, if that if I had to choose a vodka, I would definitely choose that one. But, you know, uh, Ciroc, okay, I, I haven't had the actual, like, basic Ciroc in quite some time. Me neither. Um, I think, I, I had I do a, have
1: to admit, as much as it's like a <sighs> popular, kind of like, go-to, cliche kind of drink, that red berry is the truth. I fuck with the red berry. I
0: had it years ago at, uh... homeboy of mine's wedding and they had a uh it was a byob wedding the first i've ever been to
1: Hmm. interesting
0: very um i have to say hey it saved you some money uh hell
2: yeah
0: but it (laughs) was say everybody money man but that's i think that was the first time i had like the, the regular uh just plain no flavored ciroc but yeah but Did I'm you like, ever go
1: to cabarets back in the day? Fuck
0: Yeah, man, man,
1: I will. I used to
0: go to cabarets, man, yeah. So, is that a local thing or is that like an everywhere thing? Well, you think it's down south? I think cabaret is a totally different meaning, it's hmm. some kind of event, but it's not like a BYOB event, it's something different. And I will, I have, to, I would really have to ask somebody, like, what are cabarets down south? There's something different, but Midwest, particularly Detroit, cabarets are pretty much the BYOB deal. Um, one of the mo- <laughs> most memorable cabarets I went to, I went with my best friend Derek. We went to this cabaret, and we was on some real, like, I won't say nigga shit, but we was on some basic shit. We brought, I think, uh, a pint of Jack Daniels and, like, a 12 pack of Coronas. And that was it. We was good. But we sat at this table with this couple.
1: Was who, it just you and Derek?
0: Yeah, it was just me and him. Oh, okay. That it was, was. I think it was a party or one of our friends or some shit. I can't remember the that, them details. No, Jack,
1: but, and the, Jack and the 12-pack 12 12 pack Coronas is good for two people. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, we get there and, you know, typically you get there a little late. You have no place to sit because everybody's already sitting, chilling, you know, yeah, got their shit going. And we sat at this one table where – it was this older, at the time I was younger, 20s. So, this older cover had to be like late 30s, early 40s, or some shit, maybe more 40s. And they had probably about four or five bottles of Moet. And they would, you know, they just started talking to us and giving us bottles and shit. So, we had our Jack Daniels. And we was shot that, so it was a pint, so we pretty much killed that. Yeah, that was going. Crazy. And we had the the 12-pack of Coronas. We drinking those. And, you know, we had the Corona. We had, like, the lemon squeezes. Like, we was doing it. It was, like, it was, we, it was official. And then they were just giving us Moet. So we were just drinking out of bottles. We had, like, our own bottles and shit of, like, Moet. Man, I had the worst headache ever. That was the first time I really had a hangover where I really reconsider life and my <laughs> options and like how would I go forth because that shit gave me the worst headache I've ever had in my life, Damn. ever, ever. I think that I think all champagne has given me the worst headache because I remember going to a a party and uh, having crystal for the first time and that shit gave me a hell of a headache too and it wasn't even that
1: great. So let's have you our- had it. Yeah. Let's tell our uh, listeners about cabarets, right? So, I don't know your experience with cabarets. Like I said, I don't know how they are overall. But, like, my experience with cabarets is basically, like, somebody rent out a hall and they just throw a party. A lot of tables and shit for you to sit. You can bring your own liquor. Usually, they got a food set up. And usually, they actually have a quote-unquote setup for food. Where it's like you pay... Say eight dollars, and you get X amount of chicken wings and a two sides or whatever. It's like a, a meal per se. Or you
0: just probably get chicken and bread. and shit
1: Yeah, and brought. it's. A, it's they, I think it's actually called a setup. Yeah, it's a setup. Yeah, and you. what we, set well, setup is
0: well, the food never has been the setup. When I went, the food, the setup was like. Because I went to, a, I used to go when you could just bring your own cups and all that shit. But they started doing setups where you couldn't bring your own cups because they were selling their own cups and ice. So a setup would be a bucket of ice and cups, and they would sell that for a price. Have you ever experienced that? No. Nah. Oh, the okay. setups
1: to me was always food.
0: Okay. Well, if food was just like food, it was I. I never could recall setup being in in reference to food. The setups was. To get you going. Like you bring your own bottles. But you couldn't bring no cups. You couldn't bring no ice. Because they were selling ice. They were selling cups. So if you got like a cup set. It would be like. I don't know. Five dollars. And you get like this. You know. Nice size bowl of ice. And like five cups. Or some crazy shit like that. But yeah. Continue.
1: Same deal. But yeah. And it was basically like. The equivalent of going to a club. Without club expenses. And like. And with no rules. Because like you don't. Clubs got dress code. I mean, well, cabarets, generally, you would have to dress nice. But, like, you wouldn't have to, like, you know, pay off, pay for all the drinks, shit like that. Like I said, there was food there that you could buy for fairly cheap. You bring your own liquor and shit like that. We always brought our own cups and shit like that. And you sit, you you, you got tables, you post up, you get your drink on, dance floor, get the dance floor popping. It was generally an older crowd. Like, we called it an older crowd, but we were probably, like, 25 at the time mm-hmm. and eight we would probably be like on the young we were on the younger end of the crowd group i was so always like, on
0: the younger end on the crowd yeah group, so
1: man. like you 25 and there you you on the younger side i go now As a I'll matter be fact, on the most side. of them were 25 and up
0: yeah i go to now i probably we'd probably be on the older side
1: right but yeah it was it was cool like and we used to do that a lot when i was about 25 and that shit was the truth man like you can't beat bring it going to some shit where you could bring your own liquor dog especially when you were accustomed to going to clubs and you got to pay to get in. You did have to pay to go to a cabaret, but it was like your ticket might cost like $10. Yeah, like it was that. mostly like. But like, being able to bring your own liquor. It, it was like 10 bucks, It Maybe
0: 15 if you paid at the door. Uh, like I say, so if you paid 15 Say you paid 10 bucks, you bought your own liquor. You're not paying nearly the prices of getting to a club, paying $10, $20 to get in. And you got to spend money at the bar, you know, buying these exorbitant-ass, you know, drinks and shit. And, you know. Right. Shit like that, so yeah, cabarets were the shit. I, I, I went to many a cabarets in my in my twenties. Many a cabarets. And I always had hella fun.
1: Yeah. So my my craziest craziest I won't say crazy experience, but like the best. No, not best. The most memorable experience I had. We we would go to cabarets. Me and my boys who are they're gonna be at my wedding. They're gonna be at the uh, the nigga table. It was like, (laughs) we would go, man, like 10, 15 deep. Everybody bringing their own shit. There was a night where I've always had the reputation as, as being the drinker. Like, I was the guy who, like, I drank it all. I could drink a lot. I could say probably in the history of me drinking, I've probably thrown up less than five times. Really, I just don't throw up. Like, I can get really hungover. I could feel incredibly shitty, but I just don't throw up. But this night, as far as like... And usually on the rare occasion when I throw up, it's like the morning after. And I'm like getting that shit out of my system. Throwing up the night of has literally... It's only happened twice. That night is the first time I ever threw up. Was at this cabaret. And at this point, I was like so powerful in my drinking shit. I could drink anything. Like people, like people now, even now, they'll be like, "I'm drinking light liquor for the night. I'm having just vodka, because they think if, if they switch the darks, they're gonna throw up, so they can't go back and forth." I was the going back and forth king. I could drink anything and I'd be great at this cabaret. And I would do, I would take it like way over the top. Not like, "Hey, I'm having a vodka slash cranberry, and then I'm gonna have a Jack and Coke." And then I'm gonna do no. I would like. Mix shit in cups, like in one cup. Like, I would, like, whatever. I don't even care what it tastes like. I put vodka in a cup, then I put cognac in a cup, I put juice in that same cup and drink that cup. Whatever, it doesn't matter. At the end of the night, we had various bottles that were not empty. We were not about to leave. And I was like, you know what? I'll drink whatever. I don't give a fuck. I had in one cup vodka, something dark. And champagne. All in one cup. Drank that shit. That was the first night I ever threw up. And I threw up... um, Like, side of the road type shit. Like, we was leaving. It was like, alright, pull over. I need to throw up. And I threw up. And I slept, like, face down on the floor of my boy's crib. Like, out of it, dog. But, like, man, you can't beat that shit in your 20s, dog. Like, yeah, nah. you feel like shit. But, like, man, you, you can't... You need them kind of stories, man, from when you was young, man. So... <laughs> it was funny, I think that might have been the same night that, okay, so, my best friend's, uh, h- my best friend had a, well, he still has her, but he had a cousin. That, like she just vanished, yeah, like, like she's like not she a cousin no, more. no more, But she still <laughs> exists. Um, it was either his cousin or his wife's cousin, I can't recall. But she don't live here, she was in from out of town. And she came with us to this cabaret and, like, my boys were trying to fuck her or whatever, but she wasn't tight to me at all. She really wanted me, though. Like, she was on me hard. I was, like, not trying to smash. But, like, uh, my boys wanted to smash her or whatever. And we was, like, all fucking of my boy's crib, like, passed the fuck out after this fucking party, man. Like, like, I said, I had thrown up at the side of the road. I was passed out on the floor of my boy's crib. And, man, it, that was a crazy-ass night. Shit. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, cabaret nights was crazy, dog. Like, when you, when you somebody like me and you can mix all that shit and do whatever, like, I would be getting wild fucked up. And I was never driving, like, I was good, man. Yeah. Well, no, never driving is a lie.
0: Yeah, that was, I yeah, I had those moments. I think I told the one how I was at a, my homeboy's uh, party at U of M and drank a cup of, drank a, a solo cup of uh, Hennessy and missed the whole party. Like, yeah, I, yeah, been there and that shit, yeah. Now it's like my recovery time is so fucked up from heavy drinking now, I drink stupid, my next day is shitty. it's a total recovery process,
1: yeah,
0: so it's like, yeah, oh to be in the twenties again, so um so let's talk about let's see let's talk about uh Jordan. And his recent settlement.
1: Okay, that's an interesting shift in topics. Um,
0: yeah, it's actually totally off what we've been talking about. Um, but I figure since you had the topic, you actually had a little background on it and uh, can can explain it. Um, all I kind of know is that uh, some kind of some restaurant ran a, a ad celebrating something for Jordan. I don't know what it was, and it was it was a steakhouse. And I guess he ran it without Jordan's permission, and I don't know if Jordan's been fighting this all these years or whatever the case, because that's happened like in the two thousands or sometime, early two thousand or some or two thousand eight or nine or some shit like that.
1: Yeah, like so, what happened is that like apparently some Chicago steakhouse ran some ad where it, was, it said something like, I don't remember what it said, whatever whatever it was, it was like a shout out to Michael Jordan. It, it said something like. You're a cut above the rest. Like, make a sub steak pun. And Michael Jordan's a cut above the rest. Come to our restaurant, you get $2 off a steak. And they sold... What I heard, what I read was that only two people used the coupon that they did with it. And Jordan sued them and was awarded $8.9 million. Just for that. That's wild as fuck. I thought that was crazy, man. Like... The idea no, I didn't
0: they, know that. I just assumed that they made a ton of fucking money mm-mm. off of it, and
1: they saved four dollars. <laughs> I
2: mean, but, well, they, but they even, lost but, four dollars. But the thing is,
1: even if they didn't use the coupon,
0: the likeness of seeing that could have generated revenue, though. And I'm assuming that's what they're suing because you're you're really not suing for you're really not getting eight nine million dollars for getting two sales of maybe a $40 steak. So you, you're not getting 8 million, $9 million for, for them making a hundred dollars. Right. So I would assume that just the the notoriety, the popularity of that, that coupon, whether they sold, uh, they use two, two people use coupons or a hundred people use coupons, you know, they're not getting, you know, Less than that, so it's like it's
1: just it's just for me like the idea that a man who's rich as fuck can sue somebody for that much money just for mentioning him. They didn't even profit off of it, like two people used the coupon, so four dollars was saved, but since you you since you mentioned him in the ad, now you out eight point nine million plus four dollars but like. Eight point nine million dollars. Like to me, that it bothers me that like somebody who's that rich can be rewarded that much. So somebody because somebody else saved four dollars. I think you have to
0: take the the, the equation out of that. Take that he's rich out of the equation though, because it makes no real difference how much money he has. It may makes it. It may make a difference the fact that maybe he pursued it, but it really doesn't make a difference if you use your likeness. No matter what the case is, you know.
1: But is that worth eight point nine million dollars? Like, wow! I yeah,
0: um, and I didn't I didn't know until you said it that only two people used the coupon. That's
1: like, I don't know, man. That's like somebody using my likeness and me getting five dollars for it. Like eight point nine not even shit to him, but it's eight point nine. That's like crippling I, to somebody. I bet else. they. I,
0: I would I would bet that they went on the likeness of. Or the, the popularity or the advertisement of That they got for it now that, If it was beneficial I would get it But it didn't even work out for now them did, Now did they talk about sales that he had From that point on Versus sales he had from previous to that All I know is
1: they said The okay. coupon that they made it out of Only two people used it
0: Yeah it ain't about the coupon now. That was probably in a magazine Or a national Something where it got circulated to a bunch of people So tons of people seen it and now, I'm not even caping for but if they Jordan or caping. You know, I'm just, just just trying to throw shit, shit out there that would that would kind of
1: help the, the 8, see. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: I don't. Other than I can see is that you know he got he got mad popular after that, and so so much more. Like, or unless it's, or unless they're just penalizing him heavily. Like, are you is this is this nine million dollars because of you've made. Nine plus million dollars off of this shit, or is this just a huge ass penalty for having the guard even use his name?
1: That's what I think it is—a huge mm-hmm. ass penalty for using his his name without permission. But like, man, that, to me, that's just crazy, dog. Somebody could be awarded eight point nine million dollars like that, or something that ultimately wasn't beneficial. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess you could say that maybe only two people used the coupon, but maybe that business ultimately made a lot of money, but. I can't see a business making a lot of money just from mentioning him in an ad like, hey, shout out to you, Michael Jordan. Like, if it was a thing like, hey, come to this restaurant and mention Michael Jordan's name and you can get a discount, maybe. But like the coupon says something like, Michael Jordan, you're a cut above the rest. <laughs> come come here and you can save $2 on a steak. And then two people use the coupon and Michael Jordan's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Use my name. And, like, for me, that would kind of be, like, if somebody got rich off using my name, then I'd be, like, lawsuit. But if somebody used my name and they sold two coupons or two coupons like,
0: were used. I'd be, like, don't do that shit again. But
1: I'm not pulling. Yeah. And nine they put like $8.9, $8.9 million? Like, that's crazy, man. Like, that's a lot of fucking money, man. That's a dude who's probably already worth half a billion dollars. Like, so he's crippling somebody else to, like, throw 50 cents on top of his fucking pile of money.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So So yeah, so that was interesting. Um another topic that we had uh that that Mike had noted, which I really wanted to talk about. I kinda wanna talk about I was just gonna say really, but I did. So it's a story You got my topic list in front of you? I sure do. Oh, then I'll need to pull it up. All right, well, cool. Yeah, I have it on the computer. I've been going back and forth. Okay, it. yeah. So um there's a story about this uh this ex uh, Ravens cheerleader who pled guilty to raping his 15 year old.
2: How
1: you got my original list? I delete. I thought I deleted that story off. Um, because I was like, we might not have time for that. <laughs> oh, I, I have the one you posted on Facebook. I thought I deleted that off. No, no, okay, whatever. But all right, go ahead. Yeah, I deleted um, it all because I was like, ah, we might not have time for that. And some of the other, the stuff that we haven't even talked about yet is way more important. So I was like, ah. I delete that off. Well, we keep that short but
0: and then we, we let you we go still off talk we about it. We'll let you go off your list and then, yeah, we started. We got to talk about it. Now.
1: I mean, you got the same list, so fuck it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Molly
0: Shattuck.
1: That's her name?
0: Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know what her name was until I literally just scrolled through the uh, article.
1: So Wait, I think that's. Wait. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. i want to um, see what you're talking about. Also,
0: another sidebar. Faygo 6040 goes really well with Kessler.
1: That goes well with everything. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. So continue. <laughs> she uh she raped a
0: uh a fifteen year old.
1: Oh, that okay. Yeah, I was thinking of something different. So oh, I'm like, the thing that I took off, I was thinking of something else. Hmm. It also involved a cheerleader.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So she raped a fifteen year old, and her sentence was basically every two days in jail, two weekend. I mean, I'm sorry, a weekend in jail, two weekends a month. For two, two years. Two years.
1: And <laughs> the, the, one of the things about that is crazy is that when you read the headline, it says, whatever, cheerleader, rapist, bitch, whatever, sentenced to 48 weekends in jail. And off top, you're like, that's it? 48 weekends. But then when you read it, it says every other weekend for two years. So, like, she, four, that's four days a month. That you in jail. You rape a fi- you a woman, and you rape a fifteen year old boy, and you get four days a month. That is, that is the that's the most insane. that's the that is
0: the biggest crock of shit that I've read about in quite some time.
1: And we lost followers just from talking about fucking bitches. Like yeah, yeah. so it's like so we didn't even rape them. Like yeah, but you you that is
0: the the most white privilege shit I've heard in in a while, other than. The case in Texas where the kid uh, ran it ran over those black folks or some shit like that, and he got like uh, they 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 diagnosed him with uh, affluenza, being too rich or man, some shit. Yes, oh god. But I feel like this is in the same uh, the, the same category of shit. Like if that was a man, he would be in jail. Like in fucking, unless he if that was a. A regular uh, low-income white male, black male, probably wouldn't make a difference. He would be in jail. I don't get how the fuck did they come up with this fucking scenario of jail time. I,
1: I don't under I don't understand it either because like it's it's known that when it comes to that sort of thing, there's a double standard, and it's not even like a legal double standard. It's like a life double standard. Like right. I mean, if, I mean, the vast majority of guys would be like. Uh, if you're a 15, if you're a 15 year old guy and you fucking a grown ass woman, that's a win. So like, not you're not a victim of rape. You're like fucking out here winning. Is the is the opinion of the vast majority of men. So that's the double standard that goes beyond the legal system. But it shouldn't go beyond the legal system. It should like okay, amongst us, we might be like, hey, a 15 year old was fucking his teacher, great, or a cheerleader. Oh man, he was out here winning, and we might be wrong, but we that's like just conversation topic. But for the law to be like, yeah, it's not that big a deal. That's crazy, man. And not that big a deal to the week. I've never even heard of weekends in jail. Like, that's like some fucking, like. I heard it for, like, uh, like, I've heard it for of, like, drinking offenses and shit like that.
2: Nigga, that's like, not like
1: being grounded. Like, you know? I knew like, I knew of a
0: dude that. uh,
1: That bitch got grounded. He had, like, a DUI. I think
0: he had a DUI. And he had, like, a month of weekend jail and shit like that. And I guess it's because he was working and they were going to fuck him over totally. And he had a, a good lawyer. They don't
1: care about that if it's a man. Well. Let's yeah. not fuck him over totally. Let's just give him weekend jail on the weekends.
0: Dude, they say some read excerpt from the uh, article. It says she was sentenced to two years of level three probation, and she must report to probation uh, pr- to the probation center every other weekend. And she has to notch forty-eight weekends. She also has to pay the family ten was like six hundred fifty dollars. She must register as a sex offender, and she cannot uh, be in contact with anyone under 18 other than her kids. This bitch is a rapist. Why the fuck is she getting so much leeway?
1: You can get the uh, registering as a sex offender shit for, like, menial fucking crimes. Like, dude. you I- can do that shit. You could be a 18 year old who fucked a 17 year old and get that shit and be on I have a I have a homeboy a childhood
0: friend who had, he was with his girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. he was 18 she was 17 consensual and her mom didn't like him reported the shit and we were like we're the same age this was he was 18 he's still on the
1: fucking list yep still on the fucking list and it was fucking consensual there's a there's a true life episode about that it's like, True Life, I'm a Sex Offender or something. And all of it was like... Every episode of True Life is like three stories. And it was the same deal. It was like guys who were like having sex with their girlfriends... Who were... They were 18. The girl was 16 or 17. And they're like... It was consensual sex. The girl, the girl herself is showing up in court like... Please don't send this nigga to jail. I was fucking him on... I was, I, I was fucking him on purpose. And like they were still like, you're fucked. You're a sex offender. And this guy's like, I can't get a job... I can't do this. I can't do that. And he's just like, this isn't fair. Like, I was having consensual sex with somebody who's, and then if you really want, like, I don't know what the exact ages were in these situations. But, like, say, for instance, it's like a guy who turned 18, who's been 18 for three months, and a girl who turns 18 in three months. So there's only a six-month difference in age.
2: Man. Like, it could be
1: something like that. That shit's so and crazy. And now you registered as a sex offender forever or for however long cuz a and a 6 month age they, a 6 month age difference in consensual sex.
0: And they sell that and they sell this woman shit like like they're so they're so like they show so much compassion for her like um I'm reading the I'm reading the thing says when you read the text messages it almost seems like it's a romantic relationship going on between two adults. Then it says, she has fully accepted responsibility for her action and has demonstrated appropriate remorse. What
1: the fuck does that mean? I can't tell you though. I, I I don't understand it, man. Like I said, I get the real life practical double standard, but I don't get the legal double standard. I don't understand it at all. Because it's, it's rigid and very, very strict when it comes to a man fucking a woman that's under eighteen, so now, for something like that, and the age gap is huge. Like he was fifteen, she's like forty something or some shit like that. Like it's a huge difference. Like she's not like nineteen. Like she's old. Like she's a grown ass woman, dog. Like
2: yeah. it wasn't something like
1: she's like a former cheerleader or some shit like that. Like it, it was ridiculous, dog. Like she's like forty something. Like yeah, that shit fuck? wild,
0: dude. I I just I don't understand the the, the you know the double standard with that shit and it's just, I just the, don't understand the, the legal the, aspect the privilege of that shit is just so wild because i mean and i don't even say that that happens to all women because i've known of it's been cases in michigan of women who've uh been accused of rape and they've gotten their years in jail you know i've seen 10 15 years for you know women doing that stuff so and it's and it's crazy it's been like teachers too and shit it
1: is all yeah. teachers why is that
0: I don't know. Well, I don't I mean, know.
1: Well, teachers spend a bunch of time. Yeah, on, they, yeah, they spend, on a spend a bunch of
0: time. It. So, I I don't understand the bond, but I see the, the the time spent. It can if you fucked up, you build a you you building this relationship with this kid or some shit. I don't know how to turn sexual, but
1: uh. <laughs> but how does that work? Where like, if you if you a grown ass woman and you spend a whole bunch of time around your class and you end up developing a romantic relationship with a kid yeah. in your class and they and they essentially write it off but if it's the reverse if it's a guy
0: yeah i don't know
1: you my, can't even be a fucking college professor and fuck one of your students like
0: right my uh my <laughs> laugh guy. my my laugh wasn't really nothing related to that i was thinking about uh i listened to the last uh what would they say next episode and they did this uh strawberry letter of uh that
1: letter <laughs> man
0: that letter now, I don't, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if I want to talk about the letter because I think y'all should really just go listen to the last episode. It was funny as fuck. But, yeah, so I should start thinking about that randomly. I was like, well, yeah. Well,
1: say what it is so that people can have a... Can decide, like, oh, that's something like they want to listen to. Like, we don't need to go into it and steal fire from their topic, but, like, we can put people on a topic, and if they want to listen to it, they can go listen to the podcast. Uh,
0: okay, so the topic was... It was a, a woman, older woman, who has uh, married daughters, and... Fuck it. I just tell the story. Uh, yeah, I still say it. y'all should still check out the podcast. But Yeah, because
1: we're, we're not going to mirror their conversation on it. We can <laughs> right. tell y'all the story.
0: Yeah. So the story was that there was an older woman who had married, married daughters and she, two, had, she had two, two married, married daughters. daughters. Now, she had one of the daughters and her husband were living with her.
1: Actually, I think she had three married daughters. Well, it, it, was irrelevant. So it was two in this situation. Yeah, two, two in, in
0: situation. this situation. Uh, one of the uh, married daughters and her husband was staying with her. The other married, one of the other married daughters, husband came over and she fucked them. She's fucking them for a while. And then on one of the times they were fucking, the husband who was living there or the kid or the other daughter caught them. And at some point, she ended up fucking the husband who was living there.
1: Right. So she fucked. She fucked the, the, vis- of, she, of fucked the vis- she fucked the visiting she
0: fucked the visiting she fucked the visiting son-in-law first, <laughs> right? And then, then fucked the in-home, the in-home son-in-law <laughs> second. Like what the fuck, dude? But you can listen to the podcast for the rest of the shit. Yeah, but listen yeah. to the
1: podcast for their opinion on it. But that's crazy, dog. Like man. And then sidebar again. With well, this, is, this is the sidebar episode. This, this, is, this is the podcast of sidebar. This is the sidebar episode. How do you like? How do you come up with the name Strawberry Letter? Do you know what that means? I have no clue. Because I put that comment on their podcast on SoundCloud. How, why is it called Straw? What does that have to do with strawberries? I have no clue. Okay, I thought no it was clue. just me. No, I don't have no clue why it's called strawberry.
0: I, I didn't. Know, it's funny. I didn't realize. I didn't know what you were about to ask. But I had. But that was definitely. I have no clue with that. What's what that about? But, yeah, so, shit, that's actually better than a lot of fucking uh, misconnection stories we read. That's fucked
1: up, That doesn't even seem plausible. Like, man, your mom is a hoe. A hoe. She must be be bad, And she was married. She's married. Yeah. So she has her own husband and then fucked two of her daughter's husbands. And then has to find a way to deal with the fact that telling her, like, telling her husband that she's pregnant... By the husband of one of her daughters. Oh yeah, now, they what got What is pregnant. that kid? Yeah. What is that kid's relationship to her?
0: To her? That's yeah, because like okay, that's her, so that's her her, her grandchild with,
1: slash son. I don't daughter. even want to figure it out. But it's your <laughs> fucking. It's like the the child of you and your stepson. What is that? I don't even know what that is. It's fucked
0: up. I don't that's even what know what that up.
1: is. That's they tried, is. tried to figure it out. I don't know, but what the fuck? So it's like it's your. We'll just it say it's a boy. That's your son, but it's also your son with your stepson. So it's like your son and then so also your, your step So to your daughter,
0: is like your... Like it's her grandson? It's, it's, your, it's your daughter's sibling, but then it's like your stepson step, daughter. It's, it's your
1: step-grandson, step-grandson and also your own son, but then also your daughter's, like, step-brother or... No, it's not even step brother. No, it's fully, no, it's so fully like just, it's yeah, a fully just brother, daughter. yeah, <laughs> fully, fully sibling. No step about it. But well, it can't be just brother because it's, the father's not her father; it's her husband. See, okay, so that's so, so fucking weird. But no, but I, I guess you think about like I don't, I don't like to use half siblings
0: because I think it's just a sibling. My, you know, I have a sister who is with my mom and my dad, so that's my sister. Right. I have two brothers; one is just with my dad. And then I have a brother that me and we share the same mom.
2: But I don't Those call them both a,
0: they, half, they're they're half. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't call them half brothers though. But
1: that's a technical term.
0: Yeah, though. I don't know. I don't I don't get that. I mean, I get it, but I'm not walking around like that's not my brother because we don't have the same both parents. You know, that's only a partial brother or you know what I'm like saying? Like my
1: son's going to have to deal with that. When it yeah. really comes down to it. If we were
0: if we were had kids, we would have to deal with that. Yeah, but it's like no, we're that's your brother, and you you know I don't I don't know I don't like the hat I just don't I don't like the term I just I think it just it just it makes it less than it really yeah, is Yeah, you think like, it like
1: diminishes Yeah, it the does I
0: think it diminishes, and I don't want to yeah. be like you know I, I I could never be like
1: I think it's just and, how you look on the it's, term and as much
0: fuck shit as my brother do, he's still <laughs> my brother. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like my half brother. Like my sister is like more of a sister or sibling than he is. You know? No,
1: I still don't understand your family's dynamic as far as it's like who's who like who like I'd be getting confused like I don't remember like who's your brother and who's like your nephew and who's your like I get confused like cause like you said you got too many you got a brother who you have with one parent now with the other you What is it Yeah, well I'd like, be getting confused well like, the thing I is I
0: probably don't bring them up much because so that would probably be the confusion that I, or I mention them randomly okay so
1: your brother who was here that was talking about the vanilla reload shit yeah that is your brother who you have the same mother with? Correct. And the brother you just ran into last, last night, weekend? We have the same dad. I mean, this weekend, same dad. Okay, right. Wait. And then okay, my so sister,
0: to... we share parents. We're full. We okay, have same right. mother, same okay,
1: dad. Okay, okay. I guess I do got it then. Right, right, right. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought I didn't, but it's still Yeah, a yeah.
0: <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, so. This might be a cool time to segue into Uh-oh. the Sean King uh, story.
1: I agree. Smooth transition. So, Smooth criminal.
0: I'll let you take that initially, and oh, I'll, I'll just you. jump in. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, it was actually your subject and shit. So.
1: Right, hey, well, whatever. But uh, so Sean King is like a big deal in the Black Lives Matter movement, which is like a movement now. It's not just like a hashtag. It's like the name of it's like shit. a real like truly yeah. Movement. It's like a thing now. But, uh, so Sean King has been, like, on the forefront of this movement, at least on Twitter. Like, DeRay, DeRay and Netta are, like, visible in the streets. Like, they go to all these places and shit, and they're out there. Sean King is, like, I don't know if I've seen Sean King on, like, CNN and shit like that. But I know he he's on Twitter, like, I I've, you know, I rarely see him on
0: Facebook. I rarely see any of them. I, I rarely see I DeRay see or Netta or any of them on Facebook. And I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was trying to describe to them, like, do you are do you under, Do you know these are two people who are not on Twitter, and I was asking okay. them about D. Ray and that, and they was like, what the "Fuck is those?" And I'm have to explain this shit. It's so weird. I just wonder why is it so prominent on Twitter and not like any other social network? Because
1: but. Twitter is just more for the for the now. It's like Facebook is about posting on other people's walls, sharing fucking stories, posting pictures, whereas Twitter is like a live conversation. And it's about what's happening now. like, And it's like the news and this is life. Whereas Facebook is like sharing stories and having conversations with your friends. It's not as timely. And like you can't be on the news if you just have a Facebook account. You're going to miss so much shit. Like you have to have a Twitter account to really know what's going on. Because especially because a lot of times shit hits Twitter before it hits like national news. It's like it hits Twitter and then it hits like national news later. And then it hits Facebook like three weeks later. So like you you can't be on Facebook and and those. When I posted the Sean King shit on Facebook, one person commented and was like, "I was wondering if you were going to talk about this." And I was surprised that the one person said something because I was like, "I there's no way I think anybody who's on Facebook would know who Sean King is." But he's like everybody on Twitter knows who he is. Everybody. Everybody. So anyway, uh, some right wing. Journal quote-unquote journalists, it's really difficult to call them journalists, but right-wing people who write shit and who do shit on TV decided that it was time to try to diminish Sean King and who he is by painting him to be a liar and saying that... Sean King has been saying that he's a mixed mixed person and they were saying that he's actually just straight-up white, like Rachel Dolezal. He's just straight-up white and that he lied about a lot of the racial shit that he deal dealt with in his past. He had a story where he claimed that he got savagely beaten by a bunch of white dudes in high school where he required several spinal surgeries after the fact. Like he got beaten to a fucking pulp. And then he had another story where he talked about he got in a car accident and he had to do some surgeries from that. They were saying that he lied about both those stories and he lied about being mixed. And the controversy came in the sense of like this was their this was like the uh the media's attempt to discredit dehumanize him. and discredit discredits the perfect word right. dehumanizing discredit a guy who's pivotal in the black black lives matter movement an attempt to i guess get us to banish him per se and it turned into a whole thing because it was like we know that you're full of shit because they have they've targeted. All of these people, they targeted, targeted DeRay. I don't know if they targeted Netta, but they targeted DeRay, and it didn't work. And now they're like, let's see if we can target this dude. It's really transparent. Like, clearly, they're trying to discredit the people who are important to this movement as an attempt to quell the, uh, to quell the movement quell the animosity and the feelings or whatever in the movement. And he ended up having to go into a whole thing where he actually had to explain his, uh, his past and when he when he finally decided to do it, when you read the article that he wrote, you understand why he didn't want to talk about it. Right. So he basically admitted that his family has a a makeup that is common in the black community where it's sad that it is common but it is, and it's just like just like your situation. You have a brother that you share with your mother and you have a brother that you share with your father. And he was saying that, you know, my mom wasn't the most fucking... She's a great mom, and I love her, and she's great, but she wasn't the most loyal person. And he was saying that the white man that is on his birth certificate is not actually his father, and that he was act- his mother actually cheated on his father with a black dude. His mom's white. Cheated on him with a black dude, and that's who his actual father is, and that a lot of his siblings, they don't share the same parents. And that's fairly common in the black community. And like, I don't pride myself in having to say it, but that's what my son's going to have to deal with. My son's going to have a situation where he's going to have siblings who he doesn't share both parents. Me and his mother aren't going to have any more kids. It's not going to happen. So his mother is currently I think pregnant. Yeah, but I think, I think the, the thing
0: kid. you, you won't have to share the fact that it's not a hitting thing. Like, you know, you, you had a relationship with your, with, with your son's mother, y'all were together. And then, you know, that didn't work out. So you are you know, getting married to someone else and you're going to have kids. So it be my
1: situation. Yeah. His situation. He said that they were together. Like, oh, no, no, no. I'm cheated. saying it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. It I'm just saying that his mother was not loyal. Oh, no, no, no. I get that. I'm
0: just saying I think it's 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 not going to be the situation where, you know, someone cheated and had a kid and you don't know because he never identified who his dad is. So it's almost like he doesn't know. Oh, did you get that from the
1: article? They, he didn't... Uh, I didn't think about it, but he definitely didn't specify.
0: No, so he didn't specify who his dad was, I or did he even that he even knew his know, dad. But he didn't specify. Yeah, and so, I don't know if he didn't, you know. But, you know, the sake of, you know, keeping his mom from being, you know, image tarnished and things like that. You know, he I think that was the reason he. he didn't want to. Right. Which I can understand that. Up, right, it's definitely totally, understandable. Totally understandable. Like, you know, why you bring your mom and shit? But us i don't know i was I, I read the article earlier as i normally do read shit latest hill in preparation for the podcast it wasn't like i read it like two hours ago though so that was a good thing i read it like this morning and <laughs> big difference right yeah two <laughs> difference. like like i didn't read like it two eight, hours ago like, I read like, it six hours ago right
2: <laughs> but
0: i think he probably got to a point that the movement It's so much bigger than any judgment that could happen to his mom.
1: Exactly. Like, you know. it is. Him.
0: And it it is. It is. I mean, and it's no, 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 I guess no bad thing to his mom or anything. She did what she did. You know, whatever the case. And that's what it is. But to shut down these hoe-ass motherfuckers who are trying to discredit him or being, you know, black and, you know, like I say, he has to shame his mother. Yeah. To, and like, we said that
1: before. It's not like shit. he's
0: putting on Rachel, uh, those it's not like, you know, he's pretending to be black. He is fucking black. He identifies with black culture. He's always interacted with, with black folks. He's had black girlfriends. He's had black his friends. Black. He has black friends, has a black wife, and he identifies with black culture. He's black by any means. So it's like, It's so shitty that he had to get to this point where he had to do that. But he had
1: to explain it like, okay, well, I've been telling y'all that I'm mixed. But since you want to discredit the Black Lives Matter movement so much, now I got to put my mom's business out there. And that's an understandable thing to be pissed off about and not want to do. Like you could live your whole life feeling like I love my mom, but she cheated on my dad. And and my father is not, you know, her husband, who her husband was or whatever. But you shouldn't have to put that out there. You shouldn't have to be like, you know, out here defending black people against police violence and say, like, FYI, my mom cheated. That has nothing to do. That has nothing to do with it. But he was forced to put that out there because the conservatives and the people who just, just really what it boils down to, they just hate black people. Because it's like you can't, there's no other reason to want to discredit him other than to, 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 to quell the fire in this movement. And like. To want to do that is racist in and of itself. So, like, now, because you're so racist that you don't want black people to be empowered, now he has to come out here and say, yeah, my mom cheated on my dad. And that's that's sad, like, that you have to come out here and do do that.
0: that. It shouldn't have nothing to fucking do with it. It
1: shouldn't, man. It's sad that he had to do that, man. I feel for him. Especially, like, all that he's been through. Because he's always, like, they say, like, this shit that he's talked about didn't happen. But he's consistently, for the time that I followed him, he's posted pictures of him post-accident and talked about his his situations, like, consistently. So for him to have to, like, he didn't even have to reveal that inf- information. But for him to reveal that information and for it to not be enough to the point where he has to essentially, uh, I don't want to say, like, slander his mother cuz he he's slandering his mother but he has to put his mother in a negative light just to save face is sad like the fact that people got it out for him that that badly that it's like okay now i got to put my fucking personal my mom's personal business out there just to stop you people from trying to defend black people getting killed by the police for no reason as if that's a as if that's a bad cause to support like, like, he's out here for the most just reasons, trying to, like, you know, support black people getting killed by the police for no reason. And, like, people are so upset by that. Like, like white people are like, well, we should be able to kill niggas for no reason. So, uh, let's let's discredit this dude. Let's like, drag him through the mud. So, now he's got to fucking put his mom out there just to fucking save face. Like, that's sad that it's going that far that we can't even stand up for our own rights without people coming out here like digging for fucking digging for information and putting false ass stories out there so now where we gotta reveal our deep dark secrets of our past just to maintain credibility that's fucked up man
0: yeah I I really hate that he had to really do that but I'm glad that he did share a story and and I'm glad that he he didn't catch any any huge flack that would just totally discredit him because he's been even before I recognized Netta and and D. Ray, you know, in this movement, he's been probably the most visible person, especially online, about things like of this nature. So, you know, I I'm, I'm I'm happy he did it. It's just fucked up that he had. Let me see a lighter. I'm just happy that he uh, he did it though. I mean, his story is just nuts, man. Being all of the the, the Rachel Rachel. ha the racial tension that he's had to, <laughs> had to deal with. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the racial tension. <laughs> <laughs> the racial tension, yeah. And, which is funny because of her. But yeah. Right. So all the stuff he had to deal with and you know, and you know, being beat to that point of having to have spinal surgeries and shit, man, and just you know, it just shows that, you know racism has has always been so fucked up and you know, for the people that's been able to tell their stories about, you know, dying because of it is just amazing that you know he's able to you know be on the forefront and have these stories it's not like he's a say a a rachel and you know never you know possibly dealt with some of the, the 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 horrible things that happen to folks you know you had tons of blacks beaten and lynched and things of that nature for years and years our people has been you know brutalized and even you know, even before you know, we had movements to 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 protest and stuff. You know, so you know, it, I, it's great and it's sad at the same time that he had to even come out with that shit. That shit's just bullshit.
1: Yeah,
0: and you know, and I know, you know, and I know, I got, I follow a guy and who's a local guy who I, I've met before, and he's cool. Who went to Morehouse with him, and he's always okay. been an activist dude. You know, so and his story, he and. and Every time this every time it comes up where they you know started to question his stuff, you know this person he would tweet about it like, man, I know him, I went to school with him, I was in morehouse with him you know he was he was active then and just you know and and things concerning black black people and things of that nature, so it's like that kind of sealed it for me that i I felt that that guy was a credible person to say, I know Sean." And, and, and Sean's good people. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, I that's just... It's just fucked up, man. But, you know, I totally support Sean King. And I really hope that, that people wouldn't be deterred by the bullshit that people are, you know, are putting out these, you know, right-wing-ass, you know, folks that want to discredit him. I'm just glad it didn't work. So, that's just that's just fucked up. But, you know... I You know, all of... In, in our history of 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 our people trying to stand up for for us, bad shit has always happened. You know, people have been assassinated, people have been killed. I mean, uh, not killed. Uh, people have been just slandered. People have been, you know, all these certain things. And you know, it, it, it you just happy that you know it hasn't got to like a MLK or Malcolm X or any of these other prominent fe- uh, people who've been under attack and you know, for some have
1: died. For our rights and shit And here's a thought too If none of this shit was legitimate People wouldn't be out here trying to discredit people Like to me that lends legitimacy to the movement In that if you're coming out like Marching and protesting against police violence And racism And people are trying to slander you and discredit you That to me lends legitimacy to it Like why would you even feel any kind of way about it if, If it's not valid Right. If it was some that bullshit, lets you know that they're getting defensive, like, because they know that they're wrong. So it's like, okay, well, we got to fire back now because we're getting called out on our shit.
0: Yeah, you're not getting attacked for some bullshit that nobody likes and nobody follows and shit. You know what I'm saying? If you were, I don't know, just for the sake of it, you. This is a
1: great stick. What, what, which one is that? Um, it just says Legends, Yellow legend. Okay, yeah,
0: I had that one. I thought it was pretty cool. This is
1: really good. I like this one.
0: Um, if you're out, you know, defending shit, mannequins and shit, and, you know what I'm saying, no one gives a fuck. Someone, no one's going to pay you attention. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you're defending something that really means something. That's just like when D-Ray and Etta was put on this uh, this list of, of, of threats.
1: Yeah, there was a name for them, man. I was going to remember what it was, but they had a name for them. Yeah, they was on this,
0: like, high level. It was some kind of, like, internet security firm or yeah. some shit. And they listed them as threats. Like... Threats of what? To kill racism? That's the threat. I get that. Is that the case then yeah. To kill racism to 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 make to make it where police can be accountable for their fuck shit that they're doing. Yeah, they're they're threats because we want we want to be treated equally like anybody else. We want to be, you know, treated as human like you treat other white folks and stuff like that. So But I just fucked up that, you know, there are There are people in corporations who really don't want us to be treated as equal. And that's, like, the wildest shit ever. Man. Wildest shit ever, man.
1: It is, man. I I feel like we're we're really... I feel like we've been reaching a boiling point, but I'm wondering when it's really going to boil over. Because I feel like it hasn't quite gotten there yet. Like, we've had these large scenes of unrest in Baltimore and Ferguson so far. But, like, I'm waiting for, like something on par with like the la riots and shit like that i feel like that's coming and the the crazy thing to me about it is that with tension so high like if i was like a racist ass white person or i was like a racist ass police and i was just like seeing what was going on to me that would be my cue to chill like let me not because everybody's getting hit up right now like they're getting they're getting videotaped like they're out here man he's they're not getting fired, but they're like, they're out here getting slandered publicly. They're getting caught and their police might be like, Hey, paid vacation, but at least they're still getting thrown on the bus and they're getting like hated by people and shit like that. They're dealing with repercussions and like they give so little of a fuck that they're still out here doing it. Like they're not even taking it seriously enough to chill for a little bit. Like, let me like hold my racism back until all this heat dies down. Like every week, something new happens that keeps the fire burning And I don't understand, like, why they keep doing that. Like, why wouldn't you just chill and, like, let the shit die down? They ain't go chill, But it's like, they so fucking racist, they don't even care. Like, let's just keep it going. And, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know people out here videotaping you. And you still out here doing this shit. And beating people with no fucking reason and shit. And doing all kinds of illegal shit. Knowing that it's hot out here right now. And, like, that just lets me know that, like, the hatred is so real. Man, it's it's, real as fuck, dude. I'm waiting for whatever is going to happen. Like, I keep feeling like the tipping point happens and then it doesn't. But, like, I'm waiting for the real, real tipping point. Where, like, somebody just says fuck it and does some shit that's so wild that eventually it it triggers something like the the Rodney King shit. Where, like, somebody does something incredibly wild and they get off scot-free and it turns into, like... The L.A. riots, but like nationwide, like there's full-on L.A. riots, but everywhere. Like I'm waiting for that, man. And know, I feel like that's gonna happen, and I can't wait.
0: What, what's going? I think what could happen, and was it go? It'll be really wild. Is that it's gonna be a it's gonna be folks that's gonna be like fuck it and go on a straight cop killing spree.
1: I'm waiting for that too. I feel like that could happen.
0: I think it's gonna happen, dude. I, I really think it's gonna happen, and. As much as I don't know, I shouldn't say that. I won't say that.
1: What I might say it.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm going to say as much as I like to see that happen. I don't know if I want to. I don't want to see that happen. But I just wish that it could be fixed before it gets to that point. But if it does happen, it's because they're not. You know. You know. We had this thing where it's mm. like there are no. There are no good good cops, quote unquote. Standing up and saying, "Hey, we are still good." It's some fucked up people in our industry, but you know we're not all trying to kill off folks. The fact but that's, that's, that's not happening. happening
1: though. The fact that's not that that's not happening is an indictment of them as as a whole. Right. Because like like I mentioned last week with the bitch who was like, "My life matters." Fuck your life, bitch. Like, why aren't you out here like these people that are all my coworkers are killing? Lives matter. Like, so the fact that that's not happening is a is a statement in and of itself, and. You said that you would hope that this gets resolved before that tipping point happens, and I kind of feel like I kinda, part of me says agrees with that. Like I would like for that to happen, but part of me feels like this shit ain't gonna get resolved unless it happens. So part of me is I just want it to happen. Like I want, I I, I don't want I, I don't wish. That somebody suffers a fate that's so bad that the tipping point happens. Like, whoever that happens to, if it happens, I don't want that to happen to them. But, like, if that person has to be the martyr that that triggers this this civil-slash-racial war, if that person has to be the martyr, like, bless them and thank you to them for that. But I feel like we need that. I feel like that this has to happen at this point to where this racial war kind of needs to happen at this point point. and i feel like if for whatever reason it dies down the problem isn't really resolved it's just like a dying down of like in the sense of like it died down and now people are just kind of like holding their true intentions back because they know that they could get caught right whereas right now i kind of want to just be like you know what if this happens and somebody gets caught up and like a big racial war slash riot breaks out Then so be it This is what needs to happen To Kind of like Get squared away Cause like You know they say like You gotta hit bottom Before you can start You know You can start going forward And you can look at at that Kind of like it's like the Civil War For instance Like That had to happen Before We could start making A way To where Black people and white people Could live together And we could get rid of slavery And all that shit And I feel like we kind of need like a new civil war before shit can get the way it needs to be. Yeah, because like, what's gonna stop cops? And I don't want a civil war, but well, no, I do.
0: Because like, what's gonna, what's really gonna get cops to just stop killing folks?
1: A civil war, like a racial war, whatever you want to call it, but something where it actually pops off like that, where you got like essentially like. a new anarchy kind of Like where it's like Like you said Somebody just start popping cops Like if like Anonymous or whoever Whatever hacker Like all of a sudden All the cops who Did all this shit Like the cops who killed Tamir Rice Or the cops who killed Eric Garner Or uh, George Zimmerman Or whoever All these people who were like The cops who Essentially got away with it Publicly And it, it was like The really high profile cases. Right. And all of a sudden their fucking addresses and shit hit the the internet or something like that. And people just started popping them. That would be something where it's like, okay, now they're going to think twice. Because if you are a cop who, who, if you're, okay, say you're George Zimmerman, right? And you shoot Trayvon Martin and you essentially get away with it. And now you fucking selling paintings and shit and doing all this other shit to capitalize on the fame that you got from it. If you're future George Zimmerman, not George Zimmerman literally, but if you're somebody like George Zimmerman in the future, are you going to do that if sometime soon the repercussions of that result in you getting killed or or, or result in George Zimmerman getting killed or whoever, the people who shot Tamir Rice or the people who killed Eric Garner, all these people end up getting killed as a result of what they did. Are you going to be that next guy who, who says, you know what, I'm a cop, I can do whatever the fuck I feel like, or I'm fucking head of the fucking neighborhood watch like George Zimmer whoever the fuck you are and you can just shoot whoever the fuck you feel like you're going to think twice if now these people start getting popped by vigilantes and shit like that who say enough is enough and that's why I feel like enough is enough needs to happen because there's no way like we can't repair like we can repair um, because like I think um, to take it back a little bit DeRay posted I think like two or three days ago a little chart that was how he felt like we need to repair the police and citizen relationship. And it was, it was kind of like about like uh, holding police to higher standards and all this like technical by the books type shit. Right. But like I read that and I tweeted, like I said that I don't know how I feel about that. And like now my thoughts on it are that could solve only the like by the books aspect of it. Like that could, You could take a racist cop who would like to kill black people because he's scared of black people or whatever. But he goes like he in kind of situation and then because of like the law or because of whatever new standards we put in, he behaves the right way at that time. And we could potentially not solve, but alleviate a little bit of the issues of police violence by having these stricter legal standards or whatever. But that's not going to repair how he feels on the inside that's not going to repair the fact that cops have this feeling where they can do whatever they want. That's not going to repair the fact that white people feel, for the most part, better than black people. And that they can kill them and get away with it. Or that they can hate them freely for no real good reason other than this person whose pants are sagging intimidates me. Like, you can't repair that with laws and statutes. You, can, you, you can't. you right. you So, like, to me, that only repairs... The surface problem. It doesn't repair... It doesn't do anything to do with the underlying problem. And so I feel like the only way to really repair the underlying problem... Is to repair the actual way that people feel about each other. And like making new laws and standards and practices is going to fix that. And like I'm not saying that a racial war is going to fix that. Because it's not. But like at the very least... It will let them know that they can't just do it freely anymore because the courts ain't doing it. But if we're doing it, then at least they know that there's some repercussions that can happen. Uh, and like, repercussions need to happen.
0: It seems like once I've noticed now, it seems like, say, for the, for the six cops that were indicted in Baltimore... For the, uh, for the kids uh, after they basically killed when they, you know, roughing them up and putting them in the back of the, the paddy wagon. and I can't think of his name right now.
1: Yeah, it's it's too many, man.
0: But, it seems like indictments seem to be like the, okay, we've done something. Yeah. Because as soon as you hear about an indictment, you don't hear about shit else. I haven't heard no story about what's happening with these cops or so nothing. Uh... uh the, oh, I can't think of any. Um, Maryland... I don't know if she's the. The
1: Baltimore mayor? Yeah.
0: No, not mayor. Uh, uh, no, the, the prosecutor. Prosecutor. Marilyn Her Mosby. Yeah. Mosby. I
1: don't know how the fuck I remember that shit. Yeah, that was so good. many fucking names. That was good uh, shit. I, 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 that was good shit. <laughs> it's like we were just talking before shit. we recorded about how shitty my yeah, memory is. Yeah, I, my memory is. I fucking remember the Baltimore prosecutor's and, and my name. memory is about that. About
0: the same. But um, you heard about the indictment, and everybody was just, you know. Uh, Happy and thrilled and things like that, but then you don't hear about that shit no more, right? You know, so it's like, is that where the the outrage stops? You know what I'm saying? Because that's not enough. Now all that shows is that they're showing us that they that they could possibly be guilty. They're going to go through the you know the court's process and shit like that. But ain't shit. You know, a lot of that shit. We don't know what the fuck's going on now. So I mean, I don't know man I I'm just I'm 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 far fed up with the with what's, what's going on I don't know what to do I I I have you know thoughts on certain things kind of like you know does is writing and writing seems not to help I shouldn't protesting is not really helping I will I will say this though the 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 attention that we're bringing to it. I think it's helping the fact that it's getting more people to know about certain things, Mm -hmm. you know, because there are so many stories that has probably happened over the last years that don't get the attention and it don't fly. So no one, you know, nothing happens, but you know, we're getting the, the word out, you know, people are finding out more about shit, but it has to be more than that though. It has to be more than just, you know, us sharing it and people, you know, knowing about it. It has to be some kind of consequence. You know, if... On a simple terms, if... If there was no ticket, if speed... If, say, it was just speeding was just the horrible shit ever. Like, the you know, the country just was, like, fed up with people speeding. You know what I'm saying? We, we Everybody wants you to do the speed limit, but everybody is just speeding. If nobody is fucking ticketed or any of that nature... What's gonna stop you from doing the shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's no consequence for it. What's gonna make me make me want to do 45 when I can do 60? You know, so it's like if there's no no consequences for shit, it's just gonna keep happening. You know, if you know if kids are you know you're you're teaching you your son is growing up and he, he does some shit like you feed him dinner and he flips the fucking fucking plate on the ground. Every fucking time. <laughs> it's like, if you don't, if you don't reprimand him for flipping his plate over, why the fuck, why would he stop if he likes doing the shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it has to be consequences for shit. And if consequences aren't happening, people are going to keep doing shit. And if that's cops want to just saying, keep, man. if cops want to keep ki- ki- killing folks, and there's nothing that's going to happen to them, I said if they could just retire and quit and still get their pensions and live their life after that. There, there, people are going to keep doing that shit because they got to out for it.
1: Man, I've been saying it for months, dog. If the consequence is us walking around with fucking signs and shit, and you get a paid vacation. What what incentive do future fucking racist cops have to not do it? Like there, you don't. I don't like
0: th- Darren, Darren Wilson is not a cop anymore, and he still has fucking gang of money. They donated so much fucking money man. to him, and he cannot do. Any, he probably. He, it most likely he won't do any policing for the rest of his life. But he has enough supporters where he doesn't have to. He could probably he can go fucking around. make
1: money doing TV interviews. Yeah, he's a fucking celebrity. I'm
0: pretty now. sure he made money doing TV interviews when
1: oh, when that shit first
0: popped off uh i think don't
1: like watch this motherfucker come out with a book
2: i or some think that
0: it was either the new york times or the new yorker did a story on him i didn't read the shit because i did not want to read the shit or the i don't know if it was an interview whatever it was either new york times or new yorker one of them new york ass stations or publications and you know did a story on like you know How's Darren Wilson doing now pretty much type shit mm-hmm. and it's like he's still getting the the attention he's
1: you he's know a fucking celebrity
0: uh Mike Brown is still being you know convicted of shit he's a fucking dead a dead kid, and he's still being slandered, and a cop that you know i man. It's like I really wish there were video of that, but we've seen video of shit and cops still didn't get you know persecuted or or you know prosecuted prosecuted excuse me. So it's not like that's helping, but I really th- wish there was video of this shit
1: of in of, general or Mike Brown specifically of just
0: Mike Brown's
1: yeah. Because I mean, I we
0: we have seen video. I mean, we see video of uh of of the kid in Cleveland when they pulled up and just mowed him down. We've seen video of Eric Garner being choked out. We've seen video of the the dude in um in in the Carolina who was shot in the back. We've seen video of uh Sam the boy yeah, getting fucking shot yeah. in the car, and it's just wild that I can remember these names right now. They are coming off, but we can't help seen, but remember. It's so it, impactful. We've seen so many of these videos, and it's almost like. We're watching like, we're watching like faces. You remember the the Faces of Death series? Mm -hmm. We're watching like real life Faces of Death shit. Like we're watching our people get. And I remember when when they were going to release the DeVoe video. And I had so, I saw so many people like, don't retweet that shit. I don't want to see that stuff and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't support that anymore. I think that stuff has to get out there. It's, Exa- it's sad. My it's, logic sad. The whole time. it's sad for the families, but that stuff has to get out there because if that video isn't shown, no one's going to really take in how yes. impactful that shit is. Abs-
1: man, 100%. So dog. It's like, I don't you know, like that I, at all. You know, like, don't if, put that. If, that nigga with his head split wide open on my timeline. No, you need to see him with his head split open on your timeline, so you if know you don't, what the fuck's going on. If you don't, if, if you here. personally don't
0: want to watch it, fine, fine. But yeah, it needs to be it out there. It needs to be out there because Absolutely. you know it's just like you know it's just as much as that need to be out there as as Sean King had to to vote that his 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 mom slept with someone else other than who she was with. Like those things have to. be, I mean, it's sad, but we have to put those things out there to get over shit. And it
1: just we need has to, put to happen. put those things out there so people can understand the gravity of what's happening right now. Like, there's no way you could... If you took a single person and said, Here, read this article about... Uh, we'll just say Sam DuBois or whatever. Read this article about what happened to this guy. And they might read it and be like, Oh, that's fucked up. But if you watch the fucking video and see him get shot in the face... Like, that's totally like... That's way more impactful. And as, as much as it might be sensationalizing whatever happened, like, people need to see what's happening, man. Like, it's, it needs to... People need to be affected by this. They need to feel it emotionally. That's why I don't believe in this idea of, like, not not putting this, this overly violent, uh, grotesque shit on your Twitter or Facebook. Like, people need to see that because they need to realize it's real out here. They need to realize how much they hate you right now. Like, you need to know how little your life means to these people so you can really get the full effect of what's really going on and really understand what needs to happen in order to make things right like there's no way that an article can convey the hatred that these people have you need to see these videos do you think
0: do you know how much how different the trial would have been if there were like uh videos of when Zimmerman interacted with
1: with Trayvon Martin. We need, man, if we had that, because that was really when it popped off. Like, the Trayvon Martin thing, it popped... It The Trayvon Martin was, kinda like, the, the start of it, I would say, for the most part. But, like, with that, it kind of died down. Yeah. But it was really the Mike Brown shit that really sent it going. Yeah. If we had video of the Mike Brown shit...
0: I mean, like, it was. I mean, it was that. And then you think about like non-cop cop interaction. It was the uh, the one story where the uh, the uh, I can't think of his name, but the dude who the white guy who shot in the the black kid's car because their music was too loud. I remember that.
1: I don't remember the names either, but I yeah. remember that.
0: And but he ended, he ended up being convicted. But you know, stories like that, like you know, the fact that that story went so far where they really the pro. And I don't, it's like I always wonder what goes through prosecutor's mind. Like I, I get as being a lawyer, you know whether you're a defense or pro, you know you're you know whatever you're you're uh, who you're supporting, you're going to have to convince something that you know discredits the other people. But how do you try to make them have a gun that they don't even have and search areas? If it if, it, if it's never a gun, you're never going to find a gun. But this guy clearly had a gun and he shot at them because their music was too fucking loud. So it's like. It just you just wish it was more, more video of stuff. But then, like we, we've seen, you know, we've seen video of tons of stuff. And Mike, um, not my, Eric Garner was choked out on. We saw the whole interaction from before they even touched him to the to the point of him dying. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and them cops still haven't been uh, prosecuted, arrested, none of that. And then the city gave the family seven million dollars. Like, how do you give that much money and they're not uh, they're not guilty? Like that money is never gonna bring that father back, that husband back, that son back. You know, so it's like how do you how do you put a price on on your son not doing nothing totally wrong enough to be My thing is why are you giving death sentences if a shit is not? If anything, Eric Garner should have been in jail for whatever petty ass fucking crime he committed. You right. know, so uh Mike Brown should have been in, in jail if that was supposed to be it for supposedly stealing. He should you have been know, in jail. You know, he didn't shoot at nobody. He definitely didn't have a he fucking gun. Armed. He wasn't armed. That's the thing. He wasn't armed. Right. But then you go to the thing of reaching for guns and all that shit. <sighs> Fuck, man. Another weird.
1: thing that's sad about it, too, is like just our podcast alone, how many times have we had this? Like This is our 60th episode. So, we we've, had maybe, like... we really
0: talked about... We've, we've had
1: three or four... Maybe we've had three or four weeks where we didn't have an episode, maybe. And then we had, like... What was it, like a month off after the 50th episode? So, like, we maybe had... We'll say six to seven weeks where we didn't record over these 60 episodes. So, let's say there's... We'll round it up and say 70 weeks of 60 episodes. We've probably talked about this damn police-killing black folks shit. Maybe, like... Almost every week, say for like a handful of weeks for so long. We've done six we've This done, shit was lighthearted for like ten episodes. We've, we've <laughs> done
0: we've done sixty episodes and we've at least we've, we've 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 at least spoken on The Mike Brown shit
1: was somewhere in the teens, I would think. Somewhere between ten and we've 20. we We've
0: spoken at least 30, 40 episodes. That's gotta least. be at it, the least, probably at around least. that area. At the bare minimum, we spoken on that at that point.
1: Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, and I I I can't wait for this shit to really take a turn. I wait. I can't believe it hasn't happened yet, but I feel like it's gonna happen. and I can't wait for it. Like yep. it, it, this needs to happen. I'm ready, man. I, I'm, I'm ready too. And if I was like, I'm not even gonna bullshit you. If I was like Single with no kids, no woman, nothing. I was a single dude. I'd probably be way more on the front lines with this shit than I am right now. Like, I actually feel guilt in, in I do not say in my soul, but like, I feel guilt personally for like a lack of, a lack of action. I feel like as passionate as I am about this, I feel like I should be doing more. I feel like I should be out here. Like way more than I am as as passionate as I am about it. I feel like I should be out here way more. Like if I was like a single dude with no ties, like with no kid with no family, I would be, I would be inclined to be like, you know, like I ain't got shit else to do. Like if I if if it was just me, I don't got shit else to do. I could see myself traveling to Ferguson or traveling to Baltimore. It's not that long of a drive. I could see myself doing that if I didn't have no ties. Man, I would
0: have loved to been in Ferguson.
1: And part of me feels, part of me feels guilt. And, like, remorse and anger toward myself for not being able to do more as passionate as I feel about it. And, like, that bothers me. Like, I wish I could be out here more. But, like, the reality of the situation is if I was to go to Ferguson, I could I could fucking die. That'd be it. I have a son. like, I can't risk, like, leaving my son fatherless because I want to be out here with the movement. And I want to be out here with the movement. I want to be out there with DeRay. And I want to be out there... Like on the front lines. Because, like I feel that passionately about it, and like it's 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 sad that like you can't even really really be out there because the reality of the situation is that you could fucking die you could fuck you could end up in like ending up in jail is like. Best case scenario, like if you end up at, at a Ferguson fucking protest and you end up in jail where well you made out good because chances are you could end up dead at right. a fucking you... Ferguson protest. So, like, and I have to take that shit into consideration besides the fact that I just can't, like, I don't have time like that to just be going to St. Louis just on a whim. But, like, if I did, like, I, the fact that I, I have to take it into consideration that I could potentially leave my son fatherless going to Ferguson to stand up for what the the rights that we deserve and like that that bothers me like i almost wish like this shit was happening back when i was like 22 23 so that i could be out there doing what i feel needs to be done well i i personally can't even do what i feel needs to be done what i feel needs to be done is, <laughs> over, is over the top like right, right, what i feel right. needs to be done is out there but like i still feel like i wish i could be out there on the front lines with everybody else not everybody else, but you know, with the protesters in Ferguson and when they out there in Baltimore, I would have loved to have been out there with them people because, like, I feel so passionately about that, and I'm so angry and I'm so upset, and I know that feet on the ground is what's needed. And I, I got to sit here and fucking tweet about it, and I got to sit here and fucking record the podcast and be angry about it, knowing that what we're doing doesn't really have any real impact. Like, we can, we can convey this shit to our listeners but like I wanna I wanna be out there on the streets and but I, I can't it's not even like a thing like I can be out here supporting y'all it's like you putting your life at risk if you go to Ferguson man and that's crazy and I, I hate that man but like I, I feel weird just like saying like we need to do this we need to do that knowing that I can't personally do it like it's almost like y'all need to be doing this and y'all need to be doing that and it feels fucked up to be like all y'all who are really dedicated need to be doing this. But it's like I share y'all dedication, but like I can't, I can't put myself out there like that. Like I have, you know, I have a family that I need to take care of and I need to be here for. But like, man, it's so crazy, man. Like I, I really, I really, really, really feel passionate about. I mean, I, I don't need to state it because I've said some wild ass shit on this podcast, so people know. People who listen know how I feel about this shit. It's not just like. Hey, this is fucked up. Like, y'all know I'm out here, like, advocating riots and murder and vigilante shit. Like, so... Right, right, right. <laughs> people who listen know I give a, I give a fuck. But, like, I, I, I hate that my shit is just words. I hate that I can't actually do anything. The most I can do is, if we have a Detroit protest, stand out there and fucking send a fucking Instagram video. That's whack to me. Like, and that's the most I can do. And that's whack to me. Like, I was at the, um one of the protests that we had here after the Trayvon Martin shit. And even then, I felt weird about it. Because I was like, all I'm doing is standing out here recording videos and listening to other people talk, and we all over here chanting and doing all this irrelevant-ass shit. And I'm like, this ain't going to do nothing, man. Like, I don't feel any kind of way about uh, just standing out there and protesting and holding up signs and all that shit. Like, to me, that shit feels pointless, man. Like, we are be well beyond fucking... Stopping our feet and yelling, uh like we we're, we're past that, that ain't going nowhere, we need to do some action, and I'm sitting here like we need to do action, but doing nothing but talking so like I feel almost like a hypocrite, and I don't like that like I wish I could be out there doing the action that I'm a proponent of, but I gotta you know I have uh you know greater responsibilities that I need to take care of but man twenty three 22, 23-year-old me, man, I I would drive my ass to Ferguson at the drop of a hat when I was, you know, my 23-year-old me with no responsibilities other than my job and rent. Where it was like, when I get off work, well, what am I going to do now? Watch watch Pistons games and fucking drink.
0: Right. Yeah. Man. Man, we're at 223. Shit.
1: Well, I got more shit I want to talk about, so... I know. <laughs> fuck y'all short attention span motherfuckers, man. I got more <laughs> shit I want to talk about. So this is going to be a long-ass podcast, man. I don't give a fuck. So, um... We got a couple small things, but... uh, In case we don't... Well, we don't need to get to the small things. So, we can possibly make this the last topic. So let's talk about uh, that subway motherfucker, man. Well, we're let continue- we're,
0: we're start it up there.
1: Alright, so, um... Mm, Excuse me, Jared Fogle, man, dude from Subway. So, y'all know that uh, Jared Fogle is faced with, like, all kinds of wild uh, child pornography type shit. And when I read that, I was kind of like, man, this is crazy that the Subway dude is doing some child pornography shit. When I read the article, like... It was way deeper and crazy than I thought it was. So, like, he's... So, at first, I was thinking, like, okay, all he was... Not all he was doing to, like, minimalize it. But, like, I thought that all Jared Fogle was accused of was, like, maybe, like, watching child porn. But the shit is, like, way deeper than that. Like, so his manager for... I think it's, like, one of his charity foundations got caught up by the police for, like, doing whatever with some child porn shit. And... That's what I thought it was all. I thought that was... I thought his people was
0: involved with it. I didn't think... Initially... That is what it was. Initially, (laughs) it wasn't him involved. I mean, they didn't put him involved.
1: Yeah. But what I read was that, like... Skip all the bullshit. What I read with him was that... At first, it was like, okay... He... He fucked like a... Like 16 or 17 year olds or whatever. Then, I read that... He didn't just fuck 16 or 17 year olds... But I read that he was like propositioning prostitutes to find him kids. Like, not just like, hey, I'm fucking 16, 17 year olds. Like, he was saying, like, I'm going to pay you and then you find me young kids to fuck. And then he said something like, the younger, the better, or something like that. And then that was bad enough. But then I also read that his, the manager, the one that he, the manager of his charity that, that got caught up, and this is how they found out about him was that the manager was sending him pictures and shit of, like, kids or whatever. And it wasn't like, I Googled these pictures and I'm sending you this. Check this young kid out. This dude was actually doing the shit himself. So, like, he had kids that he was actually photographing himself that were, like, as I think I read as young as six or eight, something like that. So, like, it was, like, a whole thing. Like, dude was, like... Had like 6 or 8 year olds. I don't know what he was doing with them. But he had like pictures of them. And then he was sending them pictures to Jared. And then Jared also had the shit he was doing with his 16 and 17 year olds. Because initially when they came out they were saying that he was like paying to fuck 16 year olds. And I was like well Jared Fogel was a millionaire. Like if you you are a motherfucker who wants to fuck 16 year olds and you're a millionaire. You shouldn't have to pay. Like Jared Fogel shouldn't have to pay to fuck 16 year olds. So, like, that's bad enough as it is. But then, like, to find out that he was, like, one, fucking 16-year-olds, two, propositioning them and other prostitutes to find him even younger kids, and then three, having his manager send him pictures of, like, fucking, like, second-graders. Like, man, this shit is entirely fucked up across the board.
0: This shit is crazy fucked up. I think that it, it... and what it's showing now is that no matter what income level you're at, you're still not above doing fuck shit like man it' it's, it it almost says it like you know I think society has it almost as if you make so much money that you can really pay to be on the lowest shit
2: right like yeah. if he was if Us. he was
0: smarter or something. He would be able to, to to find underage women and not be detected or some shit like that, which is a which is fucked up. Like it's it's, it's fucked up that it even that could even happen. But obviously it didn't because he was still you know able to be you know find all that shit. But it's just like man, pedophilia and perversion just has no fucking limits and and no matter how much fucking money you make, you're you can still do some fucked up shit. And that shit just wild, dude. I just it was funny because when that that story first came out and it was about the dude and people were like, "Man, Jared's fucking on Kim." Like, no, that's his people. And they, I'm thinking, what I thought was that they were just gonna find out his people was doing that shit. He was gonna have no ties and blah blah blah. It's not like I know who Jared is. I mean, know Jared personally. I don't, you know what I'm saying. So it's like I just think like, man, that dude just didn't seem like the dude to be doing some fuck shit like this. But man, boy, was I fucking raw.
1: man. And I also wonder like I wonder like if you're somebody famous like that, how are you not more discreet? Like how are you like getting like text messages and fame, doing shit electronically? Because, because like,
0: fame doesn't fame and money doesn't equate the smarts, it seems like. I guess not. And, and and I'm happy that he wasn't smart enough to do this shit. On the low. You know what I'm saying? Because it wouldn't be exposed like that. But it's just wild that that shit can happen, man. It's just... I don't know, man. So,
1: I, I got a very, very real question. Very serious question. What do you think about a... Uh, a, a I, I said a... I was want to say a pedophilia person, but there's a term. Uh, um, Pedophiliac? Is that the term? I believe that it is. Yeah. So what do you think about someone who's like that? Because here's my thought. Somebody who's um, into fucking kids or, or, or who would we'll just say who has an attraction to kids. This is like something that's totally taboo. Like this unforgivable. Like you can't do shit with kids. This is totally like there's no gray area for that. It's like if you do it, you're fucked. That's it. But part of me wonders, like, there's gotta be something wrong with you mentally to have an attraction to that. Cause it's kinda okay, so look at it as like on uh like somebody who Okay, I'm not comparing the two, but like okay, so say you're gay, right? And you're a person who's who's gay and you know that your family doesn't approve of you being gay, you know that society as a whole in general even though they shouldn't they they disapprove of you being gay. But you can't control the fact that you're gay. You can't control the fact that you like the same sex. So if you're somebody who's uh who who's attracted to kids and you are, do you feel that that's something you can't control like you just you you who would choose to say like I like kids like I feel like they just that's just how they're built like they just that's just a maybe like a, a illness or something in their head that for some reason they're attracted to kids is that something like I, I'm, I'm kind of grappling with the idea of like acting on it is black and white but they can't control what they're attracted to like you might just be born that way so like if you're born I'm- that way. Like, how do we handle that? Because, like, I don't I, don't, I don't It's not know. like they're out here trying to be criminals. Like, they can't control what they're attracted to. And, like, but society says if that's what you're attracted to, you can't do shit. Like, you can't do nothing. Like, you don't do it, don't act on it. Well, and I, if you do, you're going to prison for life and I, you got to deal with all this shit. And I feel like there's got to be, not got to be, but I feel like there's some sort of, like, Gray area in that, like, they can't control what they like, but at the same time, you can't act on it. So, like, I mean, I think you, I
0: think you, you can't. And I'm not saying you do or anybody, but I think you can't underestimate mental stability and lack thereof and stuff like that. You know, and I think it's and it's a culture thing. You think? Do you
1: publicly? Oh, sorry for interrupt. Do you punish these people criminally? For how they for something that's out of their control per se, you can control whether or not you do something, but you can't control how you feel. So, do you punish well, I mean, somebody I, criminally for feeling a way? I don't know if you can contr- you can punish
0: because of how you feel. And, and and to preface this, I have I really don't have the answer for this, but I'm just kind of thinking out loud. The same I'm just time throwing it out there. I don't oh yeah, yeah, I get, it, yeah, yeah, yeah for, I get it. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. But I don't know if you could punish how they feel, but you, you. I think you definitely can punish the actions. But it's just so. It's not across the board. I mean, you have countries where you know, uh, you have kids getting arranged marriages of, like twelve and thirteen or something like that. Their mental, their mental level isn't there, right? But it's just the culture, and so it's accepted because it's what the culture is. Think about. The age, the age limits of consent for sex in America, in every state is pretty much different. You have some states where it's sixteen or seventeen or whatever. Why isn't it across the board one age? You being in, in, I don't know, I don't know which states have different ones. But for second argument, say in Florida the consent is sixteen, but say in Michigan the consent is eighteen. There's not too much difference in the mental state of either one, so it's like why are there different? Even, you got to think about why are there even different ages of just consent? Just in our country, there's no set consent age. So in certain areas, you can do. So it's like
1: what the law is weird with that shit. Yeah, man. yeah,
0: it's real weird with that. So it's like why could if, if in if Michigan was 18, why would it be different in 16? Is the uh, is the upgrading in Florida? that different where they say we're 16 is enough. Why did you decide that 16 is enough and 18 enough is this station? Why is a state? Why is 17 enough in certain, certain uh, states, but it's not indifferent. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what made you feel that these certain ages are ages of consent for certain things and stuff like that. So it's like, that's not, that's not, I probably won't totally answer the question, but I think it's the culture that, that pushes this. But, even if you like I say, you know, you and it's been the whole like Kylie and uh Tiger, Tigger, whatever the fuck his name is, Tyga. issue, it's been, you know, in the news and, you know, it's like, you know, now she's of age to, you know, do whatever she wanna do. But is she really at a mental age where she can actually accept what's finna happen? You know what I'm saying? In another state she could in another state she could have been um able to have sex with anybody a year earlier does that necessarily mean her mental state is like there
1: you know it's also like a uh a a distinction between state laws and like the national law because i think it's kind of like a i don't i don't know it but i think it's like if you look at marijuana there are states where marijuana is legal but i think nationwide it's illegal yeah so it's like it's so different so you could be weird like i don't know how it works well like it might be like for instance marijuana is legal in colorado but, like, in the United States, the you, whole it's, it's not, illegal. Right. So, I like, I don't know how that works in state versus state versus na- nation. And I think it's the same way with that. Like, states have different laws. But I think nationwide in the United States is 18. But, like, here in Michigan is 16. But I don't think that you can, like... I don't think I could fuck a 16-year-old and it's cool. Like, I think because the national law is still 18. Like, I don't know how it really works. But
0: say you're in a country, but but say you're in a country where the, the the, the age is lower, say the age is 14. What makes that so much better to do that because of the, the the law says it because they made a but it's clearly different than what's here. So So, I don't, I don't, I don't get the differences and like, and especially in the, yeah, I don't, I don't get, you know, the acceptance, but you know, I guess to go back to the original question, as far as like feelings versus acting out and i think it just goes back to like you know how did how did how did the laws come about you know i guess naturally you know an adult by whatever adult standards is shouldn't be attracted to what a a, a child standard is so uh, 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 if you're 18 you shouldn't technically be able to do anything with someone 17 but Hell, you don't know the mental capacity of either. So the one that's seventeen can actually have a higher mental capacity than the one that's eighteen. But because of laws, you can't do anything to that person. You know, so and you know, no way in shape or form, you know, condoning any of that those situations. But I just don't understand the 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 vast differences in the restrictions and things of that nature.
1: Yeah, It's like you have to draw the line somewhere because if you don't have a line, then there's no, there's no regulations. Like if you don't have a line, then you'll have, you could have 40 year olds fucking 12 year olds and there's no, there's nothing to happen. So you have to draw the line somewhere, but at the same time, it's, it there's so much gray area because like I, I mentioned in an earlier podcast, when we talked about Kylie, it's Kylie Jenner, so much more capable of fucking at 18 than she is at 17 in nine months. Like, is all of a sudden, once she hits her 18th birthday, all of a sudden she's like a complete adult and she knows what to do. Whereas like the day before she didn't. Like, you can't really regulate something like that. You just have to like, it was just like a thing like, okay, we have to make, we have to draw the line somewhere. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, yeah, you can draw that line, but that doesn't mean that Somebody who's under eighteen is just like a to- totally oblivious child. So it's it's weird, and I I often wonder how how that shit happens practically because like that's that's a really weird thing to deal with the idea of like this person's seventeen, so I can't legally have sex with them, but once they turn eighteen, I can. But it's not like it's a totally different person. It's not like, but at the same time, you can't just you can't just not have an age barrier because then everything is going to run rampant. So you have to have a line, but yeah, it's kind of it's just kind of weird to yeah. have that line at eighteen
0: when it's like I get drawn that line. I just don't get how to they define that line and how is
1: that line so different? Like I say, it just because I don't feel I don't feel good about the people who painted Tiger to be some kind of sick pedophile. Like you can't call him a pedophile because he wants to fuck somebody who's 17 and a half years old and he's however old however old he is and now he's a like a sick you know he's like a sick bastard whereas in 6 months now he's a perfectly he's a perfectly normal person that makes no sense whatsoever like either it, he's it, still it totally no, fucked no up sense. or
0: he's totally okay and it's right. like how do
1: why do how do
0: how do you how do you how does that define them? And you know, yeah, I I, I totally get I, I totally get what you're
1: saying. I don't really see any scenario you can paint where a 17 year old is completely incapable of making a sound decision, and she's totally being taken advantage of by some sex crazed adult. But then, as soon as she turns 18, then it's she, all fine. She's good like to go. she knows exactly what's going on and everything's okay. Like th- that makes no sense. But like I said, you also have to draw a line somewhere because if you don't draw a the line, then now Tiger could fuck a fourteen year old like so, it it doesn't really make sense. But at the same time, you can't play it case by case because there's just way too many people on Earth to play it case by case. So it's a weird situation. But I don't really like. I, I feel a way about the idea of painting him as some kind of sick person because he he was fucking somebody who was seventeen and a half. Like it's like okay, so she's seventeen and a half. That's weird if. I don't know how old he is, but let's say he's 25. If he's 25 and he's fucking a 17 year old, yeah, that's kind of weird. But, like, if she's 17 and a half and he's 25, you can't be like, oh, you're a sick fucking pedophile. And then as soon as she turns 18, it's like, oh, well. And there's an age gap. Well, that's and,
0: cool. And actually, pedophile is not even the the term for a 17 year old. It's not even, a, I think pedophile is like 9 to 13 or something. Okay. So that's always, that's fucked up from the, for the jump. That's not even a term for that. You know, I think there's different... I've think it's.
1: i definitely a, heard him described as sick. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong with him. Like, you are sick. And, like, how are you sick for fucking somebody at one point, and then six months later... You're good. It's perfectly normal. Like, that makes no sense at all. Like, all of a sudden, six months later, you're not sick anymore. You're just a normal person who's fucking somebody. But six months... You fuck her six months earlier than that, now you're, like, a sick a sick pedophile who's crazy and like demented and, honestly, she, and a she's fucking she's
0: most likely has not changed other than her age it's her, her mental capacity is still the same it's practically
1: impossible that she's any different now than she was six months ago you know, you change ages
0: every year, and there is nothing substantial to change. Your mental state doesn't you change, change every day. Yeah, exactly. And your mental state doesn't change that much. Like the next, from one day to the next, is not going to be totally reformed. And you, you know, you have a better outlook because you went to sleep on Sunday and woke up Monday. Right. And it's so no, it's no way. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't have the answers for that one. I don't get it by no means. Yeah, at it, all.
1: it's a very weird thing, and I got. There's no really, there's no real way to resolve that. You can't say, okay, this is the age because there's you can't because it.
0: it, Like I said, I just don't understand why the ages are so different in
1: America. Like why? Even if the age was sixteen, if the age was sixteen, okay. So what's the difference between somebody who's fifteen and a half and sixteen? Like you can't, you can't really make that distinction. But you have to, you have to draw the line somewhere. But it's, it's just. I don't know. I feel a way about painting someone in a picture of being like a sick pervert if they fuck somebody who's one age, but then six months later that person's age changes and now they're now fucking them is perfectly fine. Like it's it's no big deal. You're you're a normal guy at that point, but six months ago you're a fucking sick pervert. Like that doesn't make sense. But you gotta draw the line. So. I don't know. It's it's weird. The line but of- it, that, that line don't apply to Jared Fogle. Just, he, oh no, the folks, he just fuck. He was doing no. was crazy. No, he just <laughs> fuck shit. Yeah, yeah, he's just fucking weird. By no means, yeah, that
0: doesn't that doesn't apply to him. What? And I, I think I already know the answer to this. But what is your your take on prison justice?
1: Define prison justice.
0: Like Jared is going to be a marked man once he go to jail. I. Like he gets the title of what they call, uh, I think they call it chomo what What's that mean? child molester. Oh, child
1: molester. Oh, um,
0: and you know he's going to be at the point of either being in solitary confinement to get or segregation to keep him away from other prisoners that don't really care for those kinds, and you know, subject to whatever you know happens and shit like that.
1: I'll say this: I saw a tweet. And it, it kind of, it speaks to my thoughts on the idea, is that, let's take Jared Fogle for instance. Jared Fogle is going to go to jail for rape. For about, at because, least five years. At least, saw. yeah. For rape, because rape is frowned upon in the United States. And then he's going to go to jail, Prison. And he very well very well may get raped in prison, where rape is okay. And there's something fundamentally wrong with that. It's not okay because they're still going to be punished by it. Are they? Yeah. People who rape Jared Fogel in prison are going
0: to get punished. Initially, it's Aren't not going to be they? like. I mean, if they know who they are, it's going to be punished because still, I think I think prison still want to. Rape is to... accepted in prison. It's ex- I guess, yeah. For for, for ones that have t- for for raping ones that have done rape.
1: And there's a there's a a standard hypocrisy in the mm-hmm. idea that rape is frowned upon outside of prison, but it's allowed in prison. But what's it, generally what, that's like a thing, like that's a that's a, just a what thing. Do you, what, People think going to prison
0: like, and rape. Well, what is a, a penal what's the what's the a consequence for a dude that already has forty years? And he rapes someone in jail. There's no real consequence that can really happen.
1: Right. it's my point.
0: So it's like, all right, you get two more years. Fuck it. I've been, I'm going to be here for 40 years. I could take two more years. Right.
1: So um, whatever happens to him happens. But like, I think there's something to be said for the fact that rape is not tolerated outside of prison, but it's tolerated inside of prison. Like, we need to also, not to say that he doesn't deserve some sort of, I guess, vigilante justice if he were to go into prison. But there's something to be said for the fact that we're still in the United States and rape is not tolerated outside of prison, but it is inside of prison. Theoretically he should have the same rights in prison that he has outside of prison. It's not like he should go into prison and be like, well, hey, now you can get raped and stabbed. Fuck it. We're not going to do shit. But it'll be technically, allowed. Technically, that's not right. Technically, he should be able to go to prison and serve his time without fear of getting raped or stabbed. But that's just how it is. Um, I think... I think prison should be the punishment in and of itself. Prison or a death sentence, whatever the case, that should be the punishment. If you have to go to prison for 20 years, you have to go to prison for 20 years. It shouldn't be like you go to prison for sexual assault and now while you're in prison you get sexually assaulted constantly and it's like smooth, like... It's overlooked or, you know, glanced over. It should be a problem in there as well, but it's really not. Like, I mean, everything we've seen where documentaries on prisons and all that shit, everything we've seen suggests that, for the most part, you can do whatever the fuck you want in prison. And essentially you'll get away with it. You may get time added to your sentence. You may serve time in the hole or solitary whatever it may be, but... Uh, You essentially lose your rights In prison And there's something to be said About the fairness of that But Speaking outside of the legal aspect I mean Justice is justice Whether it's The legal aspect of it Or it's personal justice
0: Yeah it's like I don't know man It's like you fucking kids I really don't have no, no qualms To what happened to you
1: Right, so it's like, yeah That happens, that happens But there's something to be Something to be said about the Hypocrisy of the system But, personally I wouldn't care But The hypocrisy of the system The fact that we can overlook that hypocrisy Speaks to the hypocrisy that happens on the outside as well Everybody should be held to the same standard whether yeah. in prison or out. Yeah, I,
0: I get that. Technically. I, I don't know. Technically. I, I have this I I've always had this thought that certain crimes that you commit should be that that crime should be committed. Like, you know, you got places where you still shit. your harm your hand is cut off. You know, it's like and you know, you kill eye people, you're stoned. Your eye for eye type deal. Yeah. And I don't totally disagree with that, you know. But I don't either.
1: I'm just speaking like devil's advocate. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I get I, it. But for me personally, yeah, I'm 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 very eye for an eye. Uh, yeah, I, I have a very brutal <laughs> brutal outlook on life. So personally, I'm very eye for an eye. But I'm also able to present the devil's advocate aspect of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But my personal stance is very eye for an eye. Like I, if I heard the Jared Fogle got raped in prison, I would give the epic. I'd give a Kanye a shrug. <laughs> eh, well. Happens, yeah. you. <laughs> but you, you could have not
0: raped kids and you'd be free. But exactly, you know.
2: exactly. <laughs> exa- that's exactly what I would say. Well, eh, you could have just Your would still it. be
0: tight if you, you hadn't been fucking kids. You could have been just you know eighteen and up and been fine, right? You know, whatever you're doing, as long as it was consensual. But you know, yeah. want to fuck with kids and okay, yeah. So well, yeah, now your asshole is yeah. the way it is. Now you got you know Kanye shrug. You got you know Bubba and the rest of them niggas tearing you up, <laughs>
1: tearing you up,
0: and. <laughs> That's what it is. I, you know, I, I always, you know, when I think about shit like that, I always think of American History X when that dude got um, raped in prison. I, and I always, like, that's probably going to be how a lot of shit happens. Like, I don't know why, but that was like the most brutal scene I've ever seen in my life. Like, what the fuck?
1: That's a crazy ass movie. It's a great movie. Though. It was a great movie. Great and that movie. scene
0: fucked me up, dude. Yeah. Like, he had no chance. None. It wasn't enough clinching he could do <laughs> to keep that shit from happening. Like that was going to
1: happen. I always wonder what stops people who are in prison who are in danger of rape from like wiping. Dude, like, I, how about like, this? Is there a rule against that? Where like, if you go to prison right and you feel like there's a possibility you could get raped, like, why would you just like shit but then not wipe? i be and the, just have like the fucking dirtiest, I'll be the stankiest, dirtiest ass.
0: motherfucker there.
1: Like, but that you don't never hear about that. Be so like, is there like some rule where they make you wipe or something shit like I'd that? They like, say you have to. Shower. I'd be like the
0: pig pen of jail, nigga. I would have. Flags. I feel like
1: everybody would be like that, but it don't. You don't never hear that. Like, yeah, he's gonna rape that guy, but he don't never bathe. Like, you don't never hear that. So is there some rule where, like they make you bathe? or they make you wipe? Like, I don't know. Like, I wonder about that because I feel like that would be like the automatic out. Like, oh, I'm just not gonna bathe. Oh, I'm just not gonna shit. Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna wipe. Like. You could just do that, and you'd be good. But you don't never hear about that. So it makes me wonder, like, do they make? Do they force you to bathe? Do they force you to wipe? Like, I don't know. It's a legit question because I feel like if, it, if they didn't do that, then that would be pretty common, I would think, in prison. It'd be like mad, funky-ass, non-wiping-ass niggas in prison. That's what I would think. That would be my go-to move. I know that. My light-skinned ass, man, shit, I don't entertain no thoughts of being safe in prison. I know if I went to prison, it'd be fucking game time on me. So I'd be out there like, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a be a dirty-ass nigga up in prison. I-
0: Man, I'm shanking the first nigga in the neck and get put inside a confinement. I'll be. I would do that too. My fucking life. I would do that too. Like if I had to be there, so many years, I, I would do something that would get me away from everybody else. I would do the same. i run, run up on. I'm run up on a weirdest nigga with a with a
1: spork and I'm fucking knifing the hell out of his ear and then I'm done. I, man, I I was I was gonna say I. Same deal. <laughs> I would do the same shit. I would be going for somebody's eye with a utensil. Put me in solitary. I'll take that ass whooping at the time too. Like, yeah, I, I'm going to stab this nigga eye out and then, like, have a whole gang of motherfuckers jump on me and then throw me in solitary. And I'll be good. Especially since my ass like being solitary. <laughs> like, like, like they would look at that as a punishment. Like, we're going to put you in lockup by yourself. you like, what? For 23 hours. Yeah, oh, I'll be like, what? Shit, <laughs> I can do it myself for 23 hours a day? Shit, nigga. That's all you had to say. <laughs> right. And y'all going to pass me books through my damn uh, little slot? Like,
2: yeah, I'm good, dog. Nah. Yeah.
1: I, I'll stay there. I'll stay there. I'll serve up my time in solitary. (sighs) I'll be good. So so before we close out, last question. So your ass sitting out here with your little cutoff shirt on and shit, looking like you just came from the gym and shit, you had this big-ass scar across your arm. Where'd you get that? How'd you get that?
0: Oh, so, That's a
1: big ass scar. Like that shit looks like a knife wound, yo. So, This was like a,
0: a gang fight in Brightmore. No,
1: oh shit. No, I mean I talked about this already. Right.
0: So I was like eleven or twelve when like, that, that happened. That shit looks
1: like a fucking graze gunshot, or like that shit. So brutal. to give you
0: to give you guys to listen to visual,
1: it's on my
0: I guess between my bicep and shoulder on my left arm, and it that goes shit looks like
1: past surgery. It's like, probably
0: about four inches long, maybe. <laughs>
1: So this is the story. So that's like a machete wound, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: playing with some some of the friends I had, and we were, you know, when I was when I was that age. I think I had, I don't know, yeah, nine, ten, eleven, whatever the case. You know, big into wrestling and stuff. And so we were like practicing wrestling moves and shit on each other. And we were like, at that time, we were. Tr- you ever do the move like when you grab somebody, you trip them, you put your leg out and you trip them over you and shit. Yeah. It was something like that. So the dude that that tripped me. He had for some odd reason, he had glass in his hand. It was yeah. like it was it was like one of those you remember the, those like glass Pepsi and like seven up bottles. yeah, Yeah, something yeah. like that. He had this glass in his hand when he tried to do that. And when he tried to trip me, he tried to grab me to catch me before I fell. Okay. It was the same hand as the glass, mm-hmm. and when he grabbed my arm, it
1: cut my arm. Was it solid when he grabbed you, and then broke when he grabbed you? Or was it, it was already a, broke. Broke. It was already broke. Oh, okay. And it broke, and when he grabbed me to try to,
0: you know, catch me, he grabbed my arm with the glass. Gotcha. I fell to the ground. I got up, and I. How old were you? Between ten and twelve. Nine oh, okay. and twelve. Something like that. And I fell to the ground, I got up, and I'm like, I looked at my arm, because I felt it, but it wasn't like a, because I fell to the ground, because that hurt too, but I felt, you know, I knew I was cut, and I looked at my arm, and I'm like, it was almost like, almost kind of like, I won't say, I didn't black out, but I was almost at the point of blacking out, that's like, I looked around, and everything was turning like colors and shit, it was like the weirdest feeling ever, and I looked at my arm, and I'm like, like, mine, my the stitches really didn't heal. It almost like keloid, so it's almost like a half an inch, like wide. Yeah, like
1: it 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 don't look like a normal like like suture like, so and that shit. shit like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. it, it looked like
0: it and was, so like, it was probably about an inch wide when it happened. Oh, I don't wow. know if it's because of the skin is tight on my arm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, craziest shit ever. I go to the hospital. I get stitches, and for some odd reason, I don't know why it like keloid like that. But when I got stitches, it, it seemed to be closer, like it when they bounded the, the skin together to do stitches. But yeah, it all it came out with this big ass fucking cut.
1: Man, that shit, big as
0: fuck. Man, it was the it was the craziest thing ever. I got to the hospital. And, you know, my mom is tripping because there's blood everywhere and all this shit. And I'm spazzing out because it's blood everywhere. I got this big come like, yeah, I got to cut my arm off. What the <laughs> fuck's going on? And these motherfuckers, since I was spazzing out so bad, they had to put me in a straight jacket.
2: What the fuck? Oh, shit. They put me
0: in a, <laughs> you know, typically in a straight jacket, you had to put both of your arms in. So they got my one arm tied down. Yeah. And they got this arm out. I had to get on a on a, the, the the hospital bed while they performed this shit. I was spazzing out so much that they had to put me in a straitjacket and they had a doctor holding my legs down and another doctor holding me down while they do this shit because I was just I was nuts.
1: Wow.
0: Spazzing the fuck out. Oh,
1: th- this was so worth asking that because question. Because
0: they had to <laughs> give me they had to give me a tennis shot.
1: I'm so glad I asked.
0: And the needle was so long. For this tetanus shot. I'm like nah. Y'all niggas think y'all. This ain't happening. Y'all niggas ain't sticking this fucking needle (laughs) in my fucking arm. That, that, I swear, and I'm, I could be exaggerating now because I was younger, but I swear at the time that needle seemed about four inches long, hey, and I was been. just like, "Are y'all fucking serious? Y'all finna, y'all finna, y'all really about to poke this bitch in the cut that I already got? This fucked up? <laughs> like, nah, dog, that's not gonna happen, but man. it happened, and yeah, it was nuts, dude. It, it was crazy, man. I ended up getting, I don't know, it had to be like sixteen stitches, and then like ten under." And shit like that. It was it was a crazy. <laughs> I had a wild ass childhood when it came to like still I had stitches five times.
1: Five? Wow. So, I think I only had twice. I had st-
0: I had stitches on my uh, my forearm on my left, uh, right arm first. Yeah. So that was first. Then I had stitches in my knee. Second, and I think this was third. On my arm, left arm. That was your
1: third one. <laughs> third arm. Yeah, like was third. 11. <laughs>
0: yep. Then that fourth was on my back. I fell into some glass that I broke. And then, there's another story. I'll tell that next time. And then, my last time I had stitches on my forehead. Damn. I got hit with a brick that I threw.
1: <laughs> wow. Throwing bricks and trampolines and shit. So
0: it was almost like that. So that one, and I ended with that. So it
1: was a sky zone throwing bricks
0: and shit. So I was trying to break, it was this light cover on a community center. Like the light cover over there, a light over a door. I was throwing bricks at it to like hit it and break it and shit. I'm throwing these bricks at it, and that shit was just bouncing off and shit. And so. The last time I threw that fucker, I threw that brick. It was like one of those, like, you know, like the, the like it's like the orange, like house bricks and shit from off. Yeah. Of, I threw that brick so hard, and I threw it, and it bounced off, and it hit me right back in the fucking forehead. Man, so for years, I told I told the story that I was throwing bricks over a building, and the brick didn't get to the top of the building, and it rolled back and hit me. Because it was like, I couldn't admit that I was trying to break some shit, and I got fucked up. Like, that's karma like a <laughs> motherfucker. So, I told the story for the longest. Then I finally told some folks, I was like, yeah, that really wasn't the story. It really was the story. I was trying to break some shit, and the shit popped back at me.
1: Nice. Yeah. I'm so glad I asked that question. I'm so <laughs>
0: glad. Dude, I didn't know what the fuck you about to ask. It was funny, because my nephew has one year old bir- his uh, first birthday, and I had put some, because we've me and wife about to go walk in this more, um, early, uh, late morning. And I was like, Today? shit. yeah. And I was like, shit, we gotta go to a birthday party at like 1. So she's like, you changing your clothes? I'm like, nah, fuck that. It's like a one-year-old birthday party. Like, why am I getting dressed for a one-year-old birthday party? Like, it was at Chuck E. Cheese and shit, too. I was like, fuck that. So I just kept the same shit on, but I was getting clown because I'm like, nah, I'm not dressing up for a one-year-old
1: birthday party. Man. So. I got mad, I got mad scars, but only... I think only once have I ever actually had to get stitches for it. Or only once did I actually go to get stitches. Maybe I should have got stitches more, but only once have I actually got stitches. I had a few I I was supposed to have stitches,
0: uh, but I didn't. Other than those five times.
1: So you got five times when you got stitches, and then other times where you probably should have. I should have at
0: least for two more. Wow. Uh, The other one I didn't because it just didn't happen. Mine was like, it should heal. I had it on my hands like right between my pinky and ring finger, I got this cut and I got a cut on my pinky finger. I was uh <laughs> I was doing cartwheels off a of, off a sliding board and the doing a cartboard and landed on the ground and I landed kind of weird and rolled and rolled right into some fucking glass. Like I could see on my pinky, I could see the bone because of where the cut was and shit. Wow. And i was just she's like, nah, no, just just we just gonna let it heal, see what happened <laughs> You know, I think most of mine. I
1: probably should. I think she told me
0: to like drink some (laughs) (laughs) Verners. It was like you're good. (laughs) So
1: my my, my one time getting stitches, I was like, you know, those little uh, like the concrete uh, like so like say you like a parking lot and like a parking lot at like a um we'll say a school. And they have those, like, concrete little things to where your tires hit it. so oh, you like know the parking park. lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know have to go farther than that. Your yep. tires hit, that's where you stop parking at. I was walking across those at school, and one of them had, like, screws, like, big-ass bolts and shit sticking yeah, out of it. Yeah, that's how you used
0: to bolt them in the ground and yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: and I fell on one of them, and that bolt went in my knee. And, like, that's the only time I got stitches. Yeah. And I, 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 I fell on that, and I had on white. I had on white pants at the time. Uh,
0: and you had on red pants, Bruh, too?
1: Bro, them fucking pants, dog. Man, them pants, got they got thrown out. But, like, yeah, them <laughs> pants, they were out the game, dog. And the, th- the crazy thing about it is that, like, I had to go get stitches, but, like, I didn't feel like I needed stitches. Like, I did it, and I fell, and then, like, they called my parents, and they came pick me up. By the time that I actually went to the hospital, I was cool, but they looked at it and was like, we need to take you to the hospital. And then that's when I started crying. Like, I was probably like... I was in the third grade, so I was probably like, I don't know, nine, eight, but like they, yeah. so I got stitches on that, so I got the knee, f- I got the scar from that, and that scar is nothing compared to the one on your arm, it's like nothing, it's, that yeah, scar is probably I, like I, two I've inches. I've
0: seen people's scars, and it's probably, other than like some kind of major surgery someone's had, yeah. this is probably the biggest scar that I've seen.
1: I've had major surgeries, nothing fucking with your scar, Like so, so like, my knee scar is like maybe like two inches. I got another one on my arm that I got from like I had a dresser that had like metal, uh, just like for design purposes. It had like these metal, just like stripes that went across it, and the it was so old that it started to peel, and so the the metal stuck out. And there was a, <laughs> man reflecting on this story. I was a fucking dumbass kid. I was standing, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, this yeah. story though, but I was standing on a basketball. Next to that dresser. For whatever the fuck reason. Of course I lost my footing on the basketball. And then fell. And then slid down. And like the metal part was peeling. So the metal was poking out. Like curved. So when I fell it cut across my arm. So like I got that cut. I have a scar from it but I didn't get stitches. I have um. Another one from. and I have another scar from a time where I was drunk at at, uh, U of M. And. We were, like, just being wild as shit. We were jumping across, like, uh you know, those, uh, the orange cone. Not orange cones. The barrels. Mm-hmm. The orange barrels. The ones with, like, the little reflecting light on top. And I jumped over it. And then, like, the, the little light part hit my leg. And that shit lit me up. So I got a scar from that. And then I got my scar from my back surgery. The scar from my back surgery is, like, fucking, like, three centimeters. Like, I, this shit is small I feel like,
0: I feel like, I feel like suturing in, like, 89, 90 has, has, is really ancient compared to, like, 2000. It is yeah, <laughs> way
1: different. Like, you would think somebody who had surgery in their spine would have a fucking huge-ass scar, but my spine surgery scar is the smallest of all my scars.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, it was, it was definitely not the, the best, and it wasn't fucking, uh, actually, I got that at Mont Carmel, which is the... Mm, that oh, sounds tasty Mount Carmel. Uh, um, <laughs> Sinai Grace. Oh, that's, that's what was Sinai going. Grace was.
1: What, Mount Carmel. Yeah, no, Sinai Grace. Oh, Sinai? really? Yeah. Shit. What was that? Oh, Hustle. I was born in Hustle Hospital. My little brother was born in Hustle. Yep. So I was born in Sinai. My bro- little brother was born in Hustle, and then I am failing on recover failing on remembering when my son was born.
2: That's
0: cool. <laughs> we, we we won't judge you today. But I'm great. We're at three hours and a little over six minutes, and I guess we are in this as the longest podcast ever. Uh, Wait! One more? <laughs> Fuck it, we're long, shit. It, yeah, it doesn't it's
1: matter like, at this point. It's not like somebody's going to look like, oh three three hours and six minutes? I'm not going to listen. Sure. Oh, no, I am going to listen, but three hours and 14 minutes? No, I'm going to listen. Shoot. I saw a thing that said that Detroit was named the unsexiest city in the nation by uh, Playboy Magazine, I think.
0: That is the biggest cracker shit.
1: <laughs> because You think so? Because I've been <laughs> unse- I've been
0: a well, lot of I've been a lot of places. Well, and- to put it
1: fair, it wasn't that we were the unsexiest city in the nation. It was that the article said Detroit was the unsexiest city in the nation. But the actual article when you read it was that they ranked the top twenty five and Detroit was like last in the uh-huh. twenty five. So it was like they are technically the we're technically like the 25th. We're last of what they ranked. You remember number 1? Like, you remember what number 1 was? No, I didn't see I didn't okay. see it. No. But we were 25th in the top 25. And it Guys. was based upon like it wasn't just based upon like the physical appearance, it was based upon like other shit like uh how much peop- how much money people make, the nightlife, uh like all kinds of shit. And then also about about like the general appearance of people and shit like that. Like the obesity level in Detroit was a a big downfall for it. Is It it like our obesity ranking like was like fourth in the nation, like the fourth fattest, <laughs> the fourth fattest city, something like that.
0: That's funny. That's hilarious. I don't know. I, I mean, I just want to mention. A, I've been that. a lot of places, and you know, I I feel that especially. Detroit women are some of the finest women I've ever seen of any places I've been to. But, you know, we are some fat motherfuckers, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I give it that.
0: Whatever. yeah That's what them. throw that out
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. Fat. Fatness. So Fatness yeah. motherfuckers. <sighs> so, yeah. um, So, yeah.
0: We definitely thank you guys for listening, uh, as if always. If you listened to
1: the whole three hours, shout out to you, man. For real. But I think it was a good episode, I though. Think, I feel I like was, if, you, if it, you started this and you didn't make it through the whole three hours... You might have a short attention span. I think it's a good
0: episode. I think you know, with all podcasts, I've listened to long ones. You know, take it in doses. Listen to an hour today, hour tomorrow. Right, right, right. An hour the third day. Break it up in thirty minute sessions. Uh, Take breaks. Take a food break. Take a nap. Go do some fucking work. Whatever the case. Go have sex. But I think yeah, you know, bang your lady. Yeah, bang your dude. Whatever the case. (laughs) Um. So uh, you do
1: you can bang your dude
0: or you know yes. Whatever you, whatever you do, do Detail you Caitlyn Jenner? Right,
1: right. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, I was gonna say something about. Her. I wonder what her mangled fucking vagina looks like. We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, so uh, find us on Facebook at What but Up she the Podcast. looks like a Tetris piece. <laughs> I'm not talking <laughs> about it.
0: Uh, Twitter is What Up the Podcast. No or matter me, what
1: way you rotate it, it looks fucked up. Or
0: our uh, <laughs> or our email at What the Podcast at Gmail. Or you can find me at Twitter. Blame Otis. Or you can find. Mike at Michael Aaron at, uh, at Twitter and um, is your, are yours just one name or just underscore? It's Michael underscore, Michael Aaron. underscore
1: Aaron. Yeah, and mine is just blame the fuck Otis. boy that has my the fuck boy that has Michael Aaron is like hasn't tweeted in like eighteen years, but Twitter is so fuck shit they won't the, let me add a fucking name. The
0: dude that has Otis is a uh, a white dude and Ugh. he tweets all the time. I really just oh, want whoa, Otis. Fair. Yeah, so but like
1: man, it's not fair that I can't have Michael Aaron. It's like the Michael Aaron account has, like, four tweets. They're from, like, 2007 or some shit. I Uh, really want Otis, or
0: I'll go change mine to damn Otis, Um, which is actually free. I actually considered it. Mm. But I think I'm just going to keep blame Otis because I've had it for the longest. So I'm just going
1: to keep it. Yeah, stay with that for the time being. Yeah,
0: unless Otis comes. If Otis comes available, I'm I'm changing it. Yeah, I get it. But I don't think he's giving it up. So I'm like, whatever. Um, I think 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 he's, like, a popular. He's, like. 1800, 2000
1: follows or some shit. crazy shit. Yeah, and he used on the regular, so. It's a white dude or a black dude? White guy. A black, white guy named Otis? Yeah. Wow.
0: Crazy shit. Right? It's just Otis.
1: That's just his name. No yep. underscores. just no, at just Otis. Otis.
0: That's so dope, man. I Damn wish I would have thought about that. <laughs> I, I was so like, when I first started Twitter, I wanted to be like, so not my name, so I would just do other shit. But, man, I wish I really would have thought about that, like, some Damn. time ago.
1: But, I, I low key want to grab, like, Twitter names that I feel like people might use in the future, and then so I could sell them later. I know like, it's been done. Like, what if your name was like Kylie Jenner, and then like you got the Kylie Jenner at Kylie Jenner back in like 2005, and then fucking actual Kylie Jenner needs that name. Like, how much would they pay for that shit? I think some people pay for that
0: shit. You're I, right.
1: They they got to. I, I'm not. I'm not in no predicament to pay for Otis. So I'm like praying that some fucking famous person is like Michael Aaron, and there's like, hey, I need that Twitter name. I'm like, well, you about to come out with these stacks, motherfucker.
0: Right. I, I, it's funny. Blame Otis was actually another dude's Twitter, and he he got off Twitter and came back as a different name, and then people were adding me like, you should give him back his name. And I'm like, fuck, fuck that nigga. Right. Fuck. He's. Him. I think his name is like. Blame OJ or some shit now, <laughs> but he wanted my name and I was like, nah, nigga. You blame Orenthal, right? Right. I was like, nah, fuck that shit. You, you a lame. Man. His this dude, he he posted a picture of him. He po he had he was in a bathroom. He had his leg, his knee up on the sink. It was some like weird ass off brand like Timberlands, and he had like a bubble vest with no shirt
2: on. <laughs>
1: it, it was Duray. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we're out, and uh, we will <laughs> see. We'll see you guys
0: next week. Peace. Peace.